93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. And it is Wednesday, October 17th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, residents in one part of Bucks County are being warned that there could still be live explosives scattered around the area. You guys remember this happened yes. earlier this summer. Thought they got the guy. Uh, they did get the guy. The warning comes in the middle of the investigation into a series of mysterious explosions earlier this year. Bucks County mm-hmm. DA Matt Weintraub said the warning comes in light of some developments in the ongoing investigation and he is urging residents to be cautious. Basically, they think that this guy planted more and they're right. still out they're there. Right, they're still out there. Wow. Weintraub said it's possible the devices look like others were covered in the case and could still be out there. One that resembled a cartoonish round bomb with a wick. Others contained uh, in a white plastic bottle with wicks sticking out of the top and some in dark colored bottles with labels and a wick. This guy was a bomb planting fool. Yeah. David Sermon Jr. and Tina Mae Smith of Milford Township have been under investigation in relation to some 30 explosives in Upper Bucks County. Smith was arrested on Friday. Officials say he helped us. Uh, she helped Sermon, uh, her longtime boyfriend, distribute and detonate the homemade explosives that accounted for a rash of blasts in the rural part of Bucks County starting in early April. No one was hurt, fortunately. Thurman was arrested in June after a raid of his home and nearby chemical company turned up in, uh, explosive devices. He was released from jail on the 10% of the $750,000 bail. He did post bail. Thurman uh, is facing charges of possessing a weapon of mass destruction, re- reckless endangerment, and other offenses. He was also charged. So he was charged with this. They, they found out that this was the guy. And then when they searched his computer... They found child pornography on his computer. Oh, man. So he was arrested for that as well. Uh, he was rearrested on those charges and then was released again on 10% of $500,000 bail. Tina Mae Smith is also out on $1 million bail. Both are free, awaiting their next appearance in court. A trial date has not been set. Police are trying to identify a woman who they say was trying to get away with bank fraud in Hatfield Township, Montgomery County. The suspect was captured by a drive through camera at a bank on 40-foot Road on October 12th. Investigators say the woman presented a check for $2,350 made out to an elderly woman along with the elderly woman's ID and debit card. The suspect drove off in a newer white Nissan Altima when the teller became suspicious and asked her to come inside. Anyone who recognizes the woman, police released uh, a mm-hmm. picture of this surveillance video from the bank. Uh, they're saying if you recognize her to please contact the Hatfield Township Police Department. And it's a pretty clear picture of her. I mean, you can see her sitting in the car. Mm-hmm. No winning lottery ticket was sold for the latest Mega Millions drawing, oh. meaning the jackpot climbs to eight. $868 million. I would have been happy with 600 and right? some odd million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have to not pick my number. So what is what is this put this in the pantheon of amounts? Well, well yeah, so the, there was that 1.1 billion one. Correct. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more than that, was actually. It? it was like, <laughs> yeah, I was looking at the top 10 lotteries of all time. This last one, this Mega Millions, was the biggest Mega Millions jackpot, and it was in, I want to say, Kath, I don't know if you have the top 10 there, but it was in like top four or something like that. So this one that you're, the one yeah, that you're Yeah, out, this current one. Now it'll yeah. be like top three or something. It's, yeah, so the estimated jackpot for the drawing would be the second largest lottery okay. prize in U.S. <laughs> history. Yeah. The record lottery jackpot was the one Nick was talking about. It was $1.6 billion Powerball prize that was won in January of 2016. So the Mega Millions officials say no tickets matched all six numbers to claim the estimated $667 million grand prize in Tuesday night's drawing. The numbers were three forty. 
65-49. in the Mega Ball was nine. The jackpot has been growing since July when a group of California office workers won $543 million. It costs $2 to play the game. The chance of making all six, matching all six numbers and taking home the grand prize is one in 302.5 million. So they're pretty good odds. You yeah. know what? So what? Somebody still. I always say that someone's going to win. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah, it's true. For two bucks, just buy a ticket. Yeah. Mega Millions is played in forty-four states as well as Washington D.C. and the U.S. Virgin Islands. The next drawing is on Friday. In sports this morning. <laughs> The Sixers began their season last night with a loss against the Celtics in Boston. Jason Tatum had 23 points and nine rebounds in the Celtics won 105 to 87 in the opener for both teams. Including the playoffs, Boston has won 10 straight games at home over the Sixers, who they beat in the Eastern Conference semifinals last season. Joel Embiid led the team with 23 points and 10 rebounds. Their home opener is tomorrow night against the Chicago Bulls, and tip-off is at 8 o'clock. The Flyers beat the Panthers 6-5 in a shootout last night in South Philly. The Flyers blew a three-goal lead, pulled their starting goalie in the third period, but were still able to get two points. Jordan Wheel had a goal and an assist, and Jake Voracek also scored in the shootout for the Flyers, who had to rally to earn two points after after leading by three goals late in the second period. They're on the road tomorrow night with Game in Columbus against the Blue Jackets. In the baseball playoffs, Jackie Bradley Jr. hit a grand slam for his second big hit in the American League Championship Series, helping the Red Sox beat the Houston Astros 8-2 for a 2-1 series lead. Game four is tomorrow, I'm sorry, is tonight in Houston, and Rick Purcello will get the start for the Red Sox while Charlie Morton pitches for the Astros. In the National League, game four just ended about three hours ago. Oh, Buddy my Bellinger God singled home the winning run with two outs in the 13th inning to give L.A. a 2-1 win over the Milwaukee Brewers that tied the NLCS at two games apiece. The nail-biter took a total of five hours and 15 minutes. The series also continues later today with Wade Miley will pitch for the Brewers and Clayton Kershaw will pitch for the Dodgers. And the Eagles are still the Super Bowl champs. And that's what happened for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy. Nick pulled up a picture of Lawton with the uh, player of the game helmet on, which is now a (laughs) Flyers tradition, uh, at least it will for this season. We need to have something that, I don't know why, oh. but we don't have, a, like, a game. We don't have an MVP or something like that, but some kind of thing to wear. Strap on. I would love that. Well, maybe, maybe if we something could say during... a, a sentence without stuttering. <laughs> yeah. or, during the camp out? Something during camp out. Yeah, that's where I was going right. to go. All right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like that. Some some public of... exhibition. Yeah, we'll, uh, so, something every day during that week. Kick around some ideas for Our that. Our crybaby head. Do we still have it? <laughs> well, we absolutely you have can't it. Do a sh- you can't go around with that thing on all day long. Of course oh, you, you can. Keep it I thought it was In just fact, that you take a picture. I thought it, well, we could. I'd rather be kind of fun, something that you could wear during the show right. or something like that. It'd be that. fun driving with the crybaby head on. Oh, my God. Absolutely no peripheral vision. With the gigantic, realistic baby head crying. It's very terrifying, actually. <laughs> it is. All right, welcome to Wednesday. Morning Wednesdays mean secret text word. Today we have a chance you're doing some tickets as uh, Team Coco presents Conan and Friends at the Music Box at Borgata uh, Saturday, November 3rd. And you can text the word secret to 39333. And we'll have a chance for you to win that later on. You have to call in uh, the designated caller with that secret word we send back to you. Is going to win those tickets and we'll grab a random texter as well. We also have $1,000 to give away with birthday bucks continuing. That'll be at 8 o'clock. Right before that, we'll go live on Fox Good Day this morning. Uh, the Philadelphia Film Society is having their annual film festival, and it starts on... You know what? I don't know the exact when it begins, but we will have Andrew Greenblatt 
from the society and to give us all the details of that. So we'll get to him around 9.30. And last-minute addition to the roster, our good friend Frank Grillo is going to be on the show today. Yeah. Uh, he's the host of Fight World, which is now on Netflix, and uh, he's part of the Marvel Universe, and he's uh, he's a great interview. So he is. Tremendous. We'll talk to Frank a little bit later on this morning, so it should be pretty cool. And we have a lot of things to give away. I think we plan a uh, maybe a prize blowout today if we have the opportunity. So yeah, yeah, I think it's necessary to do that because, in fact, we were given more prizes yesterday. Oh my God! What give, I know. We are now currently the world's largest repository of prizes. Mm-hmm. So we've got to unload those. So at some point, at some point this morning, we will do. A contest, your chance to win some goodies. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. An entertainment report. I have that set up for you, as well as a stupid question to begin the giveaways. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us this morning. This 93.3 WMMR audio on demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Do you want the most important purchase of your life to be based on your negotiating skills? Not the case at Steven Singer Jewelers. You are guaranteed to get the perfect price every day. They make the experience of buying an engagement ring easy with no BS. Check him out at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. Hey, it's Preston. Listen, when I want to relax, you know that I go to Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spas. Whether you want a rejuvenating massage or a refreshing facial, Hand and Stone is the place to go. Introductory massage or facial start at just $59.95. Visit handandstone.com or one of their over 50 locations in the Delaware Valley. Restrictions apply. See spa for details. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let us do the stupid question. And this morning, the prize is a four-pack of tickets. Is Temple is going to be playing Cincinnati on Saturday noon at the link. So the question I have for you this morning, easy one. If you imbibe in tequila, I just gave away the answer. <laughs> oh, you, oh, man. Well, wait, is the answer tequila? Can wait, you ask can, it without? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> tequila. <laughs> tequila. I, I wonder if I know what the question is. Uh, okay, the the blue agave of which you can get tequila is what type of plant? How about that? Ah, uh, uh, there you go. Yeah, you right. saved that one. Let's change yeah. it. Yeah, two barely one, even noticed. Two one five two six three WMMR. The blue agave, which gives you tequila, <laughs> is uh, <laughs> what type of plant? Two one five two six three WMMR. You're just doing a Jeopardy version. Uh, let's see. We'll go through some birthdays today. Uh, today is oh. Wednesday. <laughs> oh. Oh, is this thing on? <laughs> Sorry about that. I, uh, I was showing Casey. I we don't share the birthdays with each other. I just yeah. I, I hold it up right in front of him as is, I'm about to say <laughs> whose birthday it is in case there's a piece of audio that he wants to play. You know we we aren't that prepared, <laughs> and uh, he saw whose birthday it was at the top on Wednesday, October 17th. So he's preparing some music for you, and it would be this because it is Eminem's birthday today. I just watched this the other night. Eight Mile. Watch Eight Mile. Yeah, that's a good movie. It man. is a good movie. Yeah, uh, and. Um, you know who's really good in it? Um, uh, Kim Bassinger. Yeah, as the mom. As the mom. Yeah. And her husband or her boyfriend is uh, Michael Shannon. That's right. Remember? Yeah, and yeah. That was earlier yeah, on yeah. when we really didn't know who he was, and he's just a douchebag in it. And uh, A lot of douchebags in the movie. A lot of good people in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mackay Pfeiffer's in it, and so Oh, Brittany, An- uh, the, sh- the dead Brit- one. Yeah, Anthony Mackie and Brittany... Daniels? No. No. Uh, I forgot her name. Yeah, she passed away... Uh, Murphy. Brittany Murphy. Murphy. Yeah. Brittany Murphy. You know who directed it? People, huh? The guy who directed uh, L.A. Confidential. Same no director. Kidding. Yeah. Talk about uh, a departure. Well, Mr. Marshall Mathers is celebrating his 46th birthday day. This is 
when I was doing a, a lot of working on the heavy bag boxing, yeah. I would put this song on. It is a I can see it. good one to hit stuff to. I have the version that doesn't have curses in it. That all the curses are uh, muted out. And I we my son makes me play this before every sporting event that he plays in, whether it be soccer, basketball, or, or baseball. Well, yeah. At what age do you start playing the curse version? Um. Oh, I don't. That's a good question, Steve. Uh, not now. Driver's license. He's eleven. I mean, it's listen. You know, impression I've talked about this. Is, you know, curses aren't going to hurt him. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, going to help. It just, listen, by the time he's thirteen, he will be full on f bombing all over the place with his friends. <laughs> oh right? yeah, yeah. So, but whether you, you know, believe it or not, yeah. at a certain point, I can't. There, you know, as a parent, it's not like all right. Well. I can't expose him to it on purpose. Do what my dad did and just expose <laughs> me to everything. Well, listen, right now I'm watching with my sons who are 18 and 16, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's a little bit funky. Or it's it's okay, but there's still some edgy things. But we're watching the show Big Mouth on Netflix. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My God. <laughs> it is. Sociopathic, as, right? It is as graphic uh, as far as the words used as you can possibly get. Right. Mm-hmm. It is that <laughs> over-the-top graphic, and we are dying laughing while we're watching it. So. I, uh, I don't curse in front of my kids, but two days ago, I, I was, I was uh, putting the trunk down in my car. It's an automatic trunk, yeah. and I thought I had cleared it, and this thing smashed me in the top of the head so hard, and I just go, you, uh, I can say, you GD. Uh, effing mother effer. Yeah. And then I turn around and my youngest is standing right there in the driveway. I was like, eh. And I, you know, I'm like, well, yeah, bad word. Unless you have one of those mystery, or the uh, uh, men in black memory erasers. Yeah, right. Something you can do, yeah. All right, so M&M's 46 today. Felicity Jones is 35. Love her. She's uh, wonderful. Uh, Rogue One, she was excellent in. The Theory of Everything, she was great in that as well. And she's just, she's cute as a button. She is. A little, a little button. 35 today. Mike Judge, creator of Beavis and Butthead and King of the Hill, director of Office Space. You know, he's immense uh, level. Is he? Yes, his IQ is very high. Well, you know, that doesn't surprise me because he writes all sorts of different material and Silicon Valley is his. And didn't he implant himself, Steve, in into that um, world for a little bit? And then he actually so- worked. He worked yeah. in that. He was, in, yeah, absolutely. He but knows it backwards and forwards. Did he work there as uh, as research, or did no? He, work I, he, there? Worked there. he worked there. Worked okay. there. Yeah. He was the voice of Butthead, too. Let's not forget that. He did that great voice. He's uh, 56 today. Uh, Norm MacDonald has his birthday. Steve, huge fan. Absolutely. Love uh, love his show, love his Netflix show. Uh, and uh, his most recent stand-up uh, special on Netflix is hilarious. He's 55 today. Uh, George Went of Cheers has his birthday. And George turned 70 years old today. 70. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. He still pops up and stuff from time to time. Do they still have those uh, Cheers bars in some of the airports? I... I thought they got rid of them. I thought that legally they, right. uh, you know, they're not called Cheers. But I remember being at a, an airport bar and seeing the two figures at the right. end of the bar. It was uh, Cliff Norm. and Norm. Christmas Eve, 1996. I got stuck in the airport in Detroit for eight hours. That was where I was. No, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah there, there was, what, uh, it wasn't called Cheers, though. What was it no, called? but there were like, uh, Steve, maybe it was called was Cheers. It? I, because I remember looking at it thinking, how are they getting away with this? You know, <laughs> right, there, yeah. there was a guy who looked exactly like Norman and exactly like Cliff at the end of it. He's 70. Michael McKeon. Uh, yes, who was Lenny in uh, Laverne and Shirley. And Man, went he... on to great stuff. Yeah. Yeah, better call Saul. Uh, he's phenomenal in it. He's Saul's brother. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. And All right. Uh, maybe that's a spoiler alert because he doesn't show up until mid- middle of the first season, but he's great. All right. 
Uh, this is Spinal Tap, obviously, uh, Best in Show, Mighty Wind, a lot of stuff throughout the years. Not only acting in those, writing them as well, co-writing them with the other guys. He's 71 years old today. And then the last birthday, also, actually, I saw, Nick, you had a list of birthdays up at Ziggy Marley's birthday ah. today. I didn't catch uh, how old Where he was he born? Delaware is. or somewhere? Uh, yeah, he's a Delawarean. No, he's uh, 50 years old today. Uh, I only remember Tomorrow People. That was the main song. Yeah, I, I think that's probably his, his big hit. Yeah. Uh, so 50 years old today. And then Dr. May C. Jemison, who is the first African-American woman in space. Wow. Celebrates her 62nd birthday today. So there you go. Happy birthday to all celebrating today. All right. So let's see. What type of plant is the blue agave from which you will get tequila? 215-263-WMMR is the number. And I'm going to go to, uh, let's go to Andy. Hi, Andy. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, hey, Steve. Yes. I love you. I love you, too. Andy. (laughs) All right, Andy, do me a favor and tell me what type of plant the blue agave is. It is a type of asparagal. Asparagal? Wow. Can you use a more common word? Can you use that in a sentence? That's the type of family it's a part of. Okay, yeah, but be more specific. Or general. Yeah, actually, probably be more vague. <laughs> we're, we're trying uh, to work with you here. I'm trying to work with you because you love Steve so much, Andy. It's got little prickly uh, things on it. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm Okay, thank uh, you. I gave damn you the biggest hint in the world. He might be right. But he might be totally right, yes. but it's not the answer that I have. And that's all that counts. Dave's going to tell us. Dave, how you doing? <laughs> Dave! Good morning. Uh, Dave, what type of plant is it? That would be a cactus. Yes. All right. It's not a spherigal? Is that that a spangali? Is is the... Is the I don't know larger family? I don't know. I, my head hurts. I have cactus, and that's the answer we were going for. And uh, Dave, you got it right. Hang on the line just a second. We will get your information. We will give you uh, let's see some tickets. Four of them uh, for Temple footballs. They take on nationally ranked Cincinnati Saturday at noon at Lincoln Financial Field. Presented by the Temple University Alumni Association. Be part of homecoming at the game. You can visit Owls Ticks. Dot com for information. I don't know if it falls underneath. Yeah, it. Well, well is it? He, he was right about with the his order answer. is asparagales. Uh, so, but I, you know, but whatever, he, yeah. he uh, clearly he looked the answer up, and it's nothing That's against him. It doesn't mean he can't win. Yeah. No, call back in. I'll give you tickets to Bates Motel or whatever. There you go. Andy, we'll set you we'll, up. Okay. We'll do a make good on it. All right, so Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are basking in the glow of their upcoming arrival, and Pippa Middleton and James Matthews welcomed theirs yesterday. Ah. Uh, In front of a crowd in Sydney, the 34-year-old father-to-be, Harry, opened up for the first time about the baby to come. He said, it's great to be back in Australia. And especially even more so, this is my wife's first trip here, so I'm very excited to show her this incredible country of yours. Uh, He added, we also genuinely couldn't think of a better place to announce the upcoming baby, be it a boy or a girl, so thank you very much. Megan, meanwhile, was photographed looking delighted and relaxed in a white sleeveless dress by Karen Gee. I'm so delighted and relaxed. Uh, This was during her trip to the Admiralty House with Australia's Governor General, uh, Peter Cosgrove. She just wants to see where Yahoo Sirius was born. And his wife, Lady Lynn Cosgrove. So they enjoyed it. Uh, Pippa and James, meanwhile, welcomed a baby boy on Monday at 1.58 p.m. local time, weighing 8 pounds, 9 ounces. And speaking on behalf of Pippa's sister, Kate Middleton, and brother-in-law, Prince William... 
Kensington Palace said in a statement, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge are thrilled for Pippa and James. Uh, this makes Kate, who welcomed her third child, Prince Louis, in April, an aunt for the first time. Mm. So it's been a big... Hey, lots of babies. It's a joyous time. It is true. <laughs> so everybody's happy. Uh, the Connors, Roseanne spinoff, which had its premiere yesterday, revealed that matriarch Roseanne died from overdosing on prescription pain pills. Yep. The show opened with the Connors quickly addressing the departure, but her death was soon confirmed after Sister Sister Jackie Harris received a call about the autopsy, which revealed the cause of death. Yes, yeah, so oh. I watched it, and uh, and you had been watching it up to that, right? right? Yeah, Before I didn't Roseanne see left, and they did make mention in a couple episodes that she was using uh, prescription drugs right. too much. In fact, Dan, uh, her husband... Made mention of the of the pills and all that stuff. It was and, kind of done in like a joking manner, right? Right, but it looked like they were building towards something, and so I guess this seemed the obvious way to wrap it up. So was it like was it a sad? Yeah, I mean it was dark. It was dark because they had to explain why the the, the original namesake of the uh, show yeah. was gone, mm-hmm. and uh, so they had that. They had the they had dark humor. Um, critically, it was received. It was okay. Well, uh, ABC's wondering what the hell's going to happen because. Yeah. It was a juggernaut with Roseanne, and they have to they want to see if the audience returns. I right. want to test it out. Yeah, I want to. I want Listen, to try it. Everyone's confident on that show, um, but <laughs> Roseanne clearly was the, yeah. one, the the source of many of the jokes well, on and, the show, and still too. Even the you know the the last iteration of it when I was watching it, like just some stuff that she said, you were like, oh, like you know, yeah. you're still like, oh my god, and now that's gone. Yeah. yeah. All right. So here's a clip from the show last night. I just got a call from a friend in the coroner's office. The autopsy found that it wasn't a heart attack. Roseanne OD'd on opioids. Not possible. When we knew she had a problem. She was only on pain pills for two days after surgery. Then it was just ibuprofen. It's got to be wrong. Well, I wish it was, but they think that she must have taken the pills right before bed. And with her health issues, it was enough to stop her breathing. See, Um, they could have done it my way and just, oh, she's not dead. She's in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. I'm in the bathroom Mm -hmm. having a hell of a time. Dan had chimed in saying, it doesn't make any sense. I got her knees fixed. I flushed all her pills. One of Roseanne's daughters, Becky, then said she found a bottle of prescription pills in Roseanne's closet, which Dan noticed weren't even prescribed to her, but rather to Marcy Bellinger. Later, the Connors uh, find more pain pills stashed in the kitchen freezer, uh, sparking uh, Darlene to ask, wow, so mom was just hiding pills all over? And then Bellinger then confronted Dan, claiming that Roseanne begged her for painkillers because her knee wasn't healing. And Darlene reveals the pills found in the freezer, acknowledging that Roseanne was, quote, getting pills from lots of people. Uh, And Bard announced her character's death in September, actually saying they have her die from an opioid overdose. She had alluded to that. She called it. She made it clear that she was not happy with the show's decision and said it was disrespectful to fans who loved that family on the original series. And after the show's premiere Tuesday night, she tweeted, I ain't dead, bull S. Uh, so the... <laughs> I ain't dead. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Loose Connors meat sandwiches. Airs Tuesdays. <laughs> Loose meat sandwiches. I remember there's a big thing on her show. Remember? No. Towards yeah. the end of the... I didn't watch the show. Before she won in the fantasy situation where they won the lottery and became millionaires, yeah. uh, they opened up a loose meat sandwich place. Yeah, like a little luncheonette. What yeah. is loose meat? Is that Sloppy Joe's? What is uh, that? It was, it was a favorite of Roseanne and Tom Arnold. Loose meat. Loose meat sandwiches. And this is her commenting on it. Here yeah. we go. It's like the worst thing they could have possibly done to me was to fire me 
from my own show and let other people write my life story. I'm not going to watch it, and I'm not going to condemn it or say anything bad about it either. I'm just moving on from it. It sounds like she watched it and commented on it. <laughs> yeah, so. quite possibly. Uh, she's going to have a hard time staying away from that, probably. So what if that's <laughs> what how they handle what it? What if they decide, okay, the show's not working? How would you bring her back? Would you? Oh, do they'll a, never bring her. Would back. you do a Patrick Duffy in the shower? Right, right. <laughs> I was yeah. showering. I never liked her. I'm glad she's off of there. So, but uh, whether the well, you show never watched the enough, show, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't like her. Oh, okay. As a person, so I'm glad she's out of work. Uh, Jeannie Mai of the Real has spoken candidly about her divorce on the latest episode of the daytime talk show. She revealed that she regrets getting married in the first place. Uh, I was watching this show the other day. I, I happened to be on <laughs> okay. in the middle of the day. All right. Uh, she's very attractive. Is uh, she? Yeah, yeah, very much so. She reminded me a little bit of uh, Brenda Song. Oh, from, uh, oh yeah. 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 Mai said, uh, and I really don't know much about her at all. Mai said, knowing what I know now about who I married, I wouldn't have married him. I love him all the way, even past the divorce. Then when somebody shows you who they really are, when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. Uh, you do see red flags. It's so much easier to make excuses for the bad circumstances of or the situation. At the end of your day, your intuition, your gut will always be there to move you. Oh. Okay, we're looking at the footage. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, in a prior interview, she said the divorces also get tough when finances are involved. She said you wake up with a rock in your heart and you feel like you can't really make it through the day. Because it's just so heavy, especially with finances, when finances get involved, especially when people change. You know what, Pep, yeah. Right. Loose meat sandwich. <laughs> meat sandwich. Um, well, my guess is she's going to have no problem finding uh, another guy. Yes, she's a stunner. She's stunning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyhow, that's... And that's the reels, That's Preston. the reels, man. I mean, honestly, yeah. I'm laying it down. Let's get real with Gwyneth Paltrow for a moment. Uh, it's been two weeks since the Goop founder married her American Horror Story co-creator, love, Brad Falchuk. And things so far seem to be going great. Two of course weeks they in, are. and they're doing great, awesome. Steve. Isn't that wonderful? That, they, they're saying the third week's looking pretty promising. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Glamour UK is the first cover story since the wedding. So she's on the cover, and this is an interview. She said, it's fantastic. How soon before you think it's him wandering around the house? Goop, goddamn. Goop, goop, goop. Goop all over the place. Uh, she said, I feel so lucky and I'm so grateful. It's different to be in your mid-40s. Do it again and bring all your experience, your pain, your happiness, suffering, everything. The one weird thing is the way she's been going on about this uh, Falchuk and, and the marriage and everything. And I get it. She's happy. She's blissfully happy. But if you're uh, Chris Martin, you know, before, it's like, you know, we had some good stuff too, didn't we? Yeah. Like she's almost overly ebullient, you know? Well, Chris Martin has... Um... Yes, Dakota Johnson. He's not to, doing too poorly. To turn I, to, yeah, so yeah. He's, he might be all right. I'm um, just saying, you, you know, the uh, I don't know. Maybe by comparison, she could tamp that down a little bit. Uh, Paltrow, I'm with the real man. Also says she thinks her daughter Apple may have a future at Goop. Uh, she says that's uh, applesauce. Uh, yeah. She said she has her her finger on the pulse. She really is my focus group. I'm always asking her opinion about this or that. She's my everything. She represents that Gen Z generation, and I don't know half of the things she talks about, but I try to keep up with her. Uh, isn't Gen Z zombies? Oh, no, that's World War Z. Uh, for now, she said that she loves being a woman leader, and I love empowering mostly women. It's amazing to see women win. They had a really fun, it was a pretty funny bit on SNL. Uh, during Weekend Update, and they had a spokesperson, like a, a salesperson for Goop, explaining the various products. 
but they really couldn't. Yeah. It's the best-selling um, moisturizer in the world. <laughs> and, then, awesome. and then and then, the, the next product, she goes, this is the num- best-selling moisturizer the number in one. the world. Number one. <laughs> well, what about the first one? These are tied for best-selling. <laughs> uh, she said, one of the things we really try to do is eliminate shame. Uh, women, I think, have a lot of shame around their sexuality. We have been conditioned that way for a long time. We feel if we open up conversation, sell a product, and shine a light on it, the shame starts to dissipate. I see the ad campaign right now. You take that scene from Game of Thrones and just have the woman saying, goop. 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 As they're walking right. to, instead of shame. Uh, so she's doing all right. I know you guys are all happy to know that. God, it, it's great news, frankly. Uh, the DC universe is shifting on its axis. Uh, after multiple attempts to make Superman and Batman successes on the silver screen, DC is now reportedly turning to Wonder Woman, Harley Quinn, and Batgirl to be their money drivers. Uh, buried in a piece about DC and Warner Brothers post, um, uh, postponing The Flash, is confirmation of the long-swirling rumors that the studio will not produce Batman or Superman films starring Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill, respectively. Yeah, I was talking about this a little while ago, and it makes sense because um, they, they're, the movies are all right, but that's not the future for that franchise, you know? And if they skew younger and those shows do well uh, on television, then maybe they'll do well in the box office. The DC, as far as television goes, they own television. Yeah. DC is, has multiple shows on the, on the CW. And, and they're and popular with younger people. Very, very popular. Um, so, yeah, I, I, they still have... Now, Aquaman is coming out, mm-hmm. and we'll see how that... It looks like it's going to be a mofo. Yeah. Too bad they're postponing The Flash. I'd like to see that, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I'd, I'd like to see that happen. I... Like those movies, I know. I know I'm in the minority, but I like you them. and I both. We yeah. talk about this; they're fun. And yeah. listen again; they're not Marvel quality. You've got to you've got to remove the comparison yes, to Marvel. Can. It's a whole other ballpark. It's like Roseanne. Take, take it for what it is. Pre Roseanne and right. post Roseanne. Mm. Uh, per Variety, Warner Brothers is not moving forward with Batman and Superman movies featuring Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill, respectively. It is expected to recast. The Dark Knight with a different actor. Uh, Cable has been rumored to be out for a few weeks now, and Affleck's rumored exit has been whispered for of for even longer, especially amid personal drama, including a third stint in rehab. Uh, DC currently has six titles headed to theaters, none of which involve Batman, excuse me, or Superman, but as Steve mentioned, next up is Jason Momoa's Aquaman in December uh, with Shazam and then Gal Gadot's return in uh, Wonder Woman 1984. You know what I would have been happy to see also? A, a full-blown treatment of the cyborg story, which I yeah. found very engaging. Totally. In Justice League. A surprising character. Yeah. What kind of sucks is that they're not going out on their terms. Like Chris Evans is likely leaving Captain yeah. America as on his terms, on Marvel's terms. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's an amicable departure. Mm-hmm. But these guys, it just sort of fizzles out, and you don't really know where the universe ends, and, and there's, no, uh, there's no resolution to it. Yeah. I, I will take this, though. We had another number of good films, uh, you know, for the people who hate them, hate them, but uh, on uh, cinematically, I got to see Ben Affleck as Batman in uh, in, a, in three movies, so um, that's, you know, that three was movies? Me. Yeah, because cause the um, uh, Suicide Superman, Squad. Suicide Oh, that's right. That, okay. Yeah, in the opening. Uh, Chris Pratt and Anna Faris have finalized their divorce with a private judge, according to TMZ. I don't like this. Uh, the official dissolution of the marriage comes a year after announcing their split. Uh, they were married for nine years, and they share Jack, who is six years old, and they are co-parenting. But it is legally, officially, it's done. Their son is adorable. Have you yeah. ever seen this kid? Uh-uh. Yeah, he's he's right out of um, 
Uh, God, what's the time? Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire, that no, kid. No kidding. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. The whole damn thing. Yep. Okay. Uh, John Hamm will do almost anything to avoid uh, talking about his hamaconda. <laughs> His giant penis. Uh, Ham appeared on the Late Late Show Monday to promote his new film, Bad Times, at the El Royale. And host James Corden took the opportunity to question Ham about his package in a game called Spill Your Guts. And Ham said with a laugh in the contest, Baby Does Have Back. And then he opted to eat a bull penis instead of getting into the details about it. So I guess it's a yes. if you uh, refuse to talk about something, truth dare. there's a penalty yeah. to it. Right. So we had someone eat. Wasn't it bull penis that we had the meat for um, Survive Survivor? Oh, God. I don't remember. I yeah. don't, it was so long ago. I we, do not remember. We've had people eat uh, testicles. testicles. Mm-hmm. I, I thought we had a bull penis as well. Yeah. Uh, so, anyhow, he uh, he's, he doesn't like to talk about it. So, he's over that. Well, <laughs> yeah. When you have a, uh, I don't know, wouldn't you brag if you had a, uh, a huge yeah. anaconda? I don't know. After a while, it gets old. Yeah. <laughs> I've lived it, Dottie. Yeah, I've lived it. All right. The, this season of American Horror Story has some cast members playing multiple roles, including Evan Peters and Sarah Paulson. And now it looks like Joan Collins will be returning as well. Wow. As Alexis? I don't know. I didn't know she was in it ever. No, she wasn't. Yeah. It says she'll be returning. Really? Yeah, Joan Collins. Huh. Uh, the show's co-creator and showrunner, Ryan Murphy, seemed to confirm her return with an Instagram shot of her in witch mode. Well, I just connected with the show after the, a little bit into the third season. She did okay. uh, eight, seven episodes in season eight. Okay, well, that's okay. why I missed it. All right. Eight seasons? Yeah, I think it's on uh, nine now, Case. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, it's it, again, it's it's not, I don't consider it horror. It's, it's, um, it's just weird. weird. Yeah. It, they push the weird. Yeah. Uh, Shonda Rhimes knows her worth. She said, I am the highest paid showrunner in television. <laughs> the 48-year-old told uh, uh, Elle Magazine's Women in Hollywood party on Monday. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, she was doing it to make a point. Uh, Lady Gaga, Charlize Theron, Keira Knightley, and Angela Bassett were also honored. She spoke of her and Ellen Pompeo's determination to overturn gender and racial norms in television. Uh, Pompeo, of course, famously scored an epic $20 million deal with Rhymes' guidance for Grey's Anatomy. Jesus. Over the course of the season, she said, Ellen and I went from believing that we were employees of a network to understanding that we were the network. In a world in which women of all colors are constantly forced to battle with men for uh, equity and inclusion, uh, we have the good fortune to work in an environment uh, that we had nurtured and built with enough of our sweat and tears over years and years uh, that we no longer needed to battle men to get to the top of the mountain. We just built our own mountains, and then we realized that all we had to do was equalize and include one another. So, this is my yeah. Take my life uh, Steve, I included this. Uh, Jay Roach's Roger Ailes biopic. Yes. Uh, got dropped by Anna Perna earlier this year. Oh, yeah. She farted in front of me once. We took a meeting and I purposely fed it broccoli. <laughs> Try this. So she'd be extra gassy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. That's Roger Ailes. I love it. Uh, but earlier in the month, it, it was dropped by Anna Perna. Uh, I gotta return to my home planet now and deal in some more spice. And uh, looks like. <laughs> from Dune. <laughs> he looks like a Lionsgate might, may pick it up. What? According, yeah, they might pick up the uh, the biopic, really? according to the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, the cast features John Lithgow as Roger Ailes, yeah. uh, Malcolm McDowell as James Ru- and Third Rock from the Sun as Rupert Murdoch. Uh, plus, listen to this—you'll like this. Uh, oh yeah, you'll like this, Roger. 
Charlize Theron, oh Nicole God. Kidman, and oh. Margot Robbie. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's like you're so in the background. So listen to that. There's, there's three gorgeous women right there. Charlize Theron, Nicole Kidman, and Margot Robbie. There you go. Uh, respectively, as Megan Kelly, Gretchen Carlson, and Kayla Pospisil. Yeah, Pos- why not? Pospisil? I'm not sure who that is. Uh, but anyhow, uh, they might be making a movie. John Lithgow. Wow, he has, you know what, he's gotten a lot bigger. Uh, when he, he they have to get big. They'd have to pat him up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In, uh, as Churchill, he was yes. huge. Yeah. He was still, you know, and Churchill, he was, Lithgow was like two feet taller than Churchill was. Oh, know? really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyhow, looks like that might happen. And then one more story. Uh, Egypt Air has yanked its in-flight magazine article. Or, I'm sorry, they, they've yanked the, the entire magazine after an article went viral featuring comments from the reporter and quotes from Drew Barrymore that seemed a little bizarre and probably weren't true. And it turns out they are not. Uh, among the claims, uh, she had almost 17 relationships, engagements, and marriages Plus her advice encouraging every woman, quote, who is overweight to work on regaining her beauty and body, especially that it is not as hard as one may think. So this These is a thing she didn't say. Oh, OK. So she didn't say it. Yeah. All right. Yes. There we go. So, so they, she's complaining about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, I uh, thought she had said it. And they just didn't think it was factually accurate. So they pulled the magazine. <laughs> no, they, they pulled the magazine because she didn't. Yes. They, they, they either misquoted her. Or cre- created an interview. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they will do that. You'll see it all the time, Preston, if you ever pick up the tabloids. Yeah. They will create an interview from other interviews. Yeah. And That's it's weird. the weirdest thing to see. All right. So why don't we do clips, man? Yeah. Empire. Has grown to be a cultural icon here. Actor uh, Juicy Smollett. Okay. I'm not sure. J-U-S-S-I-E-S-M-O-L-L-E-T-T. That works for me. Talks about how the success of the show has affected his other work. Here we go. I would be a fool if I ignored the fact that that platform and that amount of respect and love comes from the work that I've done on Empire. So, you know, it's it's just been a blessing. I'm just walking around, like, smiling all the time. She's hurting, so it's, it's, it's a good time. Whatever. A <laughs> uh, new episode of Empire airs tonight, 8 o'clock on Fox. Here's the next clip. The teen drama Riverdale is a, yes! bit, has a very loyal teen, fan teen base. Drama. Teen drama. <laughs> That's Lundin. me. I'm a teen. <laughs> but it doesn't extend across the world. Here, actor Cole Sprouse talks about how the fans change between locations. Comic-Con is an extremely validating experience because all your fans are kind of in the same room. And then you leave Comic-Con and we go back up to Vancouver, which is kind of like the bubble. And everyone's like, "Mm, who are you? Whatever. That's the (laughs) dude that plays uh, Jughead. Yes. Uh, Catch a new episode of Riverdale tonight, 8 o'clock on The CW. He and his uh, twin brother were on that Disney show. Um, The hell was the name of that thing? Yeah, there you go. Right? Wait. Is he Zach or Cody? He's one of those sweet the, the twin dudes? brothers. Yeah, pull that guy back up. Oh, he's, yes. he's in Big Daddy. He's Frankenstein. Yes, he's the little kid. Get out of here, man! Have they changed? The, he's changed his look. Yep, I think he was uh, Ross's son in um, Friends ah. as well. Okay, yeah, he's, he's Zach or Cody. He's the one who's dating Betty Preston on uh, Riverdale. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and in real life, uh, Nick, scroll down to uh, Sweet Life and see if he played Zach or Cody. He played Cody. Case. Cody, yeah, okay, yeah, Cody Martin. Okay, wow. You learn stuff. I wonder what Zach's up to. Uh, He did a movie recently where he was kind of an obsessed um, student trying to get into a good school and and, uh, stalks his teacher. Huh. Yeah. So they're they're, they're both doing stuff. On on Sweet Life, uh, one was thinner than the other. Um, 
And, uh, but they're and twins, they right? Are, they are twins, yeah. Okay, but they have a slightly different look? Mm-hmm. For those who are uh, regular viewers yeah. of Sweet Life on With Deck. Brenda this Song. This Brenda Song, that's right. We were just ah. About her. Yeah. All right, and uh, there you go. It's what I have for you. You just got real. Your entertainment roundup this morning. We are going to give away $1,000 today. Your chance to win comes up at 8 o'clock with MMR's Birthday Bucks. We have a live hit on Fox Good Day, so we will go on TV this morning. Uh, We're going to give you all the details you need to know about the annual uh, Philadelphia Film Festival, which starts tomorrow, by the way. So Andrew Greenblatt's coming in if you're a uh, uh, cinemaphile then you will be on board because there's going to be 100-plus movies in it's amazing. being shown. Yeah. yeah. And our buddy Frank Grillo is going to be on the program, Fight World on Netflix, and we'll talk to him around 10 o'clock this morning. Should I give away some of these? Yes. Uh, we have a screening next week of Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. I told my son Carter about it yesterday. He wigged out, man. <laughs> He's excited about it. So it's next Thursday. No, I'm sorry, next Wednesday. At uh, the UA King of Prussia, you need to be there by 7 o'clock. We'll take five callers, and we'll put you in the audience with us. 215-263-WMMR. And the movie doesn't hit until Friday, November 2nd, so you're getting in well advance of that. So give us a call. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. Stay with us this morning. We have a lot going on. Now, more with Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. By the way, I got a text here that says, hey, good morning. Will there be any events next week in London for fans? Are they open to the public? Or how can we get tickets? Uh Uh-huh. That's a great question. Uh, We're working on stuff. Yes, (laughs) yes, we are. Yeah. Uh, when we find out, I mean, we know a couple of places where we can broadcast them. I, I don't know the situation with. Uh, I think we're going to try well, to chat a little bit about that today mm-hmm. and just just nail down some stuff. But that'd be wonderful if we could get um, you know a- access to people who are over there. Well, I know every, not everybody is going through Green Legion, but um, he did send out an email to everybody that is going uh, through his trips about the broadcast and stuff like that. So, like where we're broadcasting from and everything. Yeah, I think it's safe to say. We we can say where we're broadcasting. On Friday morning, we're going to be broadcasting from uh, the Tattersall Castle, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Victoria Embankment, right? So it is a a moored ship on the Thames. It's right across the the river from the Eye, and that's where we're going to be on Friday morning. On uh, Monday morning, we'll be broadcasting from uh, the top... Like bar of the W Hotel in uh, Leicester Square at the Le- top of the Leicester. the, the uh, like in the penthouse area at the mm-hmm. top of the building. Wow, that's yeah. pretty cool. So we have a nice view of the city. Pretty swanky. But listen, uh, you know, as far as our broadcast is concerned, it's open to the yeah. public, but it's not going to be Keenan's. It's not. No, 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 we're not doing. Yeah, we're doing our show. Well, we can't because they'll run us out of the freaking yeah, no, city. We we are going to do our show from these uh, places. Yeah, um, but it's not going to be this party where. Could we're, you imagine you know, if we, we did? No, no, no. We're, we're going to try and do is do <laughs> our show. Well, by the way, yeah. the first. First day, we're right by the London Tower, the Tower of London. They put us, you know, they incarcerate us there. Yeah. By the way, we're going to do a contest with butt plugs. I hope you don't mind. Oh, you know, we, yeah, yeah. We can see if you can tell yeah, them I'm that. I'm sure that'd be wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So no, we're going to do our classiest shows ever. No, we're going to have a good time is what we're <laughs> yeah. going to have. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll let you know as soon as we can exactly as far as what I've been waiting to hear about is... Uh, you know, do you have to pay to get into the place that we're accessibility? So I yes. don't know yet, and that's why I said we don't know. We'll Be- keep you posted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So when we find out, we'll let you know. It's By the way, because there is a time shift, so that the time that we're doing our show will be during their business days. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. We'll see what it's like to work normal hours. Yes, kind of. Six a.m. here is eleven a.m. there, which yeah. is going to be fantastic. <laughs> I don't, but we won't. We will not have adjusted yet because we're flying. We're literally flying in. Going from the airport to the broadcast We'll location. be more exhausted than we are Normally. on normal days. Oh, yeah. And, in fact, we're, we're having to sort of make sure that we have the most efficient means of getting from the airport to 
the broadcast site because it'd be kind of be counterproductive if we miss the broadcast on the first day. It'll be an adventure. Yeah. We'll see. So that's coming up uh, next week, man. Next Friday, we'll be coming <laughs> live adventures. from London. Exactly. Uh, I would like to play a piece of audio uh, for you. Uh, apparently, Sylvester Stallone uh, now makes uh, pens and watches. Does he? Uh, yeah. And it is, Nick, what is the product line? It is called, it's an Italian name, uh, Monte Grappa. And they're from, it's it's literally an Italian pen and watch company. Somehow they snagged Sly to do the endorsements. And uh, he voices the commercials. And uh, not only does he voice commercials, this company decided it would be a good idea to let uh, Sly uh, design a pen and a watch. Oh, my God. Did you see them? I no. did. What? What? Well, the, the pen and the watch. Are they a little the, gaudy? Yeah. They're a little they gaudy. Are a little bit insanely gaudy. See, I, 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 of course, needless to say, we adore Stallone. Yeah, of absolutely. There's no two ways about it. Yeah. This, you know, you, you, I mean, he's a, a hero. Yeah. So, um, but he's always gravitated towards the more audacious, garish, garish yeah. art. Uh huh. And uh, so that's uh, obviously permeated into his pen and watch choices. Steve, the pen's got like a big skull on Does it. Does it? Oh, man, yes. And so they have this commercial. For many years they've been a fan of skulls. That Nick sent to me yesterday, and uh, it's all a CGI is uh, it? effect commercial. It's, uh, technically CGI, yes. Uh, I would not. It's, Stallone himself is not in it. It's not lifelike. It's just the, it's just the voiceover. It's, yeah. uh, I mean, you remember what uh, Toy Story 1995 looked like? Uh, yeah. CGI? Oh, boy. That, this that is, kind of CGI. That's what this looks like. They yeah. didn't. They didn't spend a ton on the. They spent more on the endorsement from Sly than they did on the computer graphics. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. there's a picture of him that we're looking at, holding the pen and wearing the watch. And notice how he's purposely flexing, making yeah. a muscle. He's flexing with his right arm. Was the last time someone said, "What the hell is that on your wrist?" Yeah. Look at that thing. Look at how gaudy that is. All right. So do you want to hear the audio of yeah, this commercial? Yeah. It's a wearable grandfather clock. All right. Here we go. This is it. To have light. There must first be darkness. <laughs> Death does not exist without life. To have peace, war is required. <laughs> to keep order, first, there must be chaos. <laughs> and, and that's all that he says through the whole thing. That's it, yeah. But it's a pen. Uh, okay. No. It's just, he's... It, it, pen died to fight the war against genocide. <laughs> what kind of pen do you like? I mean, come on. I don't know, I'd Today, like... thousands of children would die of starvation. <laughs> what kind of watch do you wear? <laughs> I mean, what? That's what they're what? doing, you know? I'd want that kind of presentation, though. The bubonic though. plague wiped out almost three quarters of Europe. How do you handwrite? <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're going you for. You know, if you had a product, like, that's a pretty cool presentation. The regular flu will kill thousands of <laughs> Americans this year. Presenting my line of pens. <laughs> <laughs> Cancer claims millions of people worldwide every year. Presenting the Stallone collection of doilies. <laughs> I don't get that. It's a, it's a li- we one might say it's a little overly dramatic for a yeah. pen and watch set. You would think so. All right, here, let me play. To that. have light, there must first be darkness. There's vanilla and chocolate. <laughs> Pizza that and spaghetti. Does not exist. Hamlet and Costello. 
have peace, war is There is no cousin Larry without Belky. <laughs> Listen, they have the air they raid. They have the air raid, air so it's raid a, which sirens. the last time you, what, World War Two? Yeah, they have that. That's so dramatic. It is. Peace, war. To keep order, first, there must be chaos. Oh, my God. So that's for a pen and oh a watch set. Oh, my God. I know. It's ridiculous. So. Uh, but he'll sell them. You know? yeah, Jesus. Oh, Play it one something. more time. All right, hold on. From the beginning. Hang on a second. One, here we go. All right. Hang on one second. To have light, Listen, there look. must first be darkness. His voice now in age has gotten so... <laughs> it's breaking up a little bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Death does not exist without life. Have peace, war is required. <laughs> I love that. First, run for the hills. Yeah. And that's all that that's all yeah. that he says. Is, Hitler would never have come into power if you owned this bin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that a pen or watch could have stopped World War II. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm suggesting it. <laughs> All the evil in the world could be stopped with a huge skull pen. <laughs> I mean, they are really outland. It's the Aren't kind of thing ugly? that that uh, you know they they would have. Uh, it would have been too gaudy for Camelot. Yeah, I I, I think they're well, kind of ugly. The pen itself looks really uncomfortable to hold. Well, and yeah, right with unless getting, you're Rob Zombie. Yeah, yeah, it's got it's got bumpy Jagged jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna sign my check now. <laughs> I literally bled for this money. It looks like it would be hard to handle. Actually, I'm just passing through town. God, I remember ages ago, and and I was still a teenager, and I was at a mall, and there was a a, Jesus. a shop that that uh, specialized in uh, knives and things like that. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and they had a big old Rambo knife, full blown. That was for sale. I, wanted, I loved them. I wanted to buy it so bad. And then you, uh, same thing. Uh, so through a magazine, they yeah. had them. I'm like, what am I going to do with this? Exactly. Yeah. Am I freaking Rambo? Look at the price of this thing, Preston. Or oh the- my God. Hey, you know who has a six thousand dollars? The pen yeah. that that commercial is for is six thousand one hundred and fifty dollars. And twenty-seven dollars in shipping. Oh, <laughs> well, it's got to get there some way. <laughs> oh, look, no tax. Oh, oh, well, there you go. So you have that deal. Oh my God, six thousand dollars. Sometimes when you scribble, it pays to have the best. I can't read this, Sly. I'm sorry, the skull hurts my finger. <laughs> yeah, so in... Wow. It says Sly Stallone. I know it looks like Sly Stallone. <laughs> but the skull <laughs> digs into my index finger and pulls to the left. But it doesn't matter. It's chaos. Today, children will be dying. <laughs> <laughs> Clocks. Routinely used to tell time can often be used to display huge, bizarre-looking skulls. I didn't make this 
up, folks? It's right here. And it's only $50,000. <laughs> and here, when you buy the watch and then you buy the pen so you can write your last will and testament when your wife finds out what you spent on the watch. <laughs> so businessmen... And human slavery still exists. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in the world of, in like... parts of Africa where slavery still exists... <laughs> By a skull pen. <laughs> what were you saying? Chris? No, like in 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 the certain worlds, in the business world and sales yeah. worlds, it's it's about your your shoes, yeah, prestige, oh, that's your, thing, yeah. your watch, and your pen. Mm-hmm. I know and Bill West in the pen that tells time. <laughs> right, it's got a compass, compass in the stock. Mm-hmm. This thing that tells it's stock. a red rider BB gun. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. There's a, there's a certain there are some people that it's a it's a. Um, a sign of prestige. Your watch, yeah. exactly. You have to have the best Stallone watch, Dakota watch, to get a secret message every week. <laughs> Drink more creatine. Uh, creatine. <laughs> I never understood the pen, though. The pen thing is a big, to Casey's point, it is It is a prestige thing, just like business cards. Did you ever see uh, American Psycho? Yeah. yeah. No, it's I the same, same, same sort of thing. It's the... Um, you know, pompousness. Pompousness. It's mm-hmm. an area. So your watch, and we've talked about this, and people, yeah. the the culture of the watch and of the pen. And listen, if that's what you're into, that's great. Six thousand dollars. Yeah, for I mean, a is, watch. No, I mean, for I a pen. For a pen, no. For a watch, maybe. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah that's watch, that's sure. jump that's, change for a yeah. watch. I mean, for for higher end watches, I mean, you can spend over a hundred thousand dollars on a watch. Sure. It's ridiculous. I got a nice pen. It was a gift. So I would. I. It's not something that I would ever purchase, and I get it. Like it. Get it appraised nice and. No, it's not yeah. like, oh, not it, like that. It's, okay. it's a Tiffany pen. So, I mean, I'm sure it was, you know, cost a little bit of money, but sure. it's very nice. And I, it writes nice and I like it. I use it, but I don't think I would ever have purchased it. Yeah. Bill Weston has a nice pen now. Bill just- Weston, a man of good culture and breeding. The silver pony. <laughs> he owns a pen. Shouldn't you? <laughs> Shouldn't you? Third leg of the stool. In life, there is low hanging fruit. <laughs> And pens. Yeah, it looks like a nice pen. I don't know if it actually is a nice pen or not, um, but it's... He's got one that he uses yeah, all the time. It's not this little clicky thing. No, you know? he's overdramatic about yeah. closing the pen and putting uh, it away. Yes. Well, you know, it what? clicks, you know? Like, it's, it's the type of pen when you put the lid on it, it's, there's a little yep. click. Yep. Uh, I knew a guy who, who would refer to a watch as a badge. So what, oh, really? What kind of badge you got there? Shut yeah, up. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. How much Shut of a up. douche was he? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of badge do you have there? Yeah. You know, maybe you should just put that pen through your man bun. Uh, here, <laughs> jerk. here we go. It says here in the description, it says, The visionary genius behind such varied works as Rocky, <laughs> one through four, Ro- one through five, Perhaps Rambo. you see me and stop or my mom will shoot. <laughs> Rambo, one through four, and Rhinestone. It included Rhinestone. <laughs> well, no, no, no. This is a review on Amazon. Oh, okay. Oh. This, is, this is a funny review on Amazon, but, so where you can actually buy this pen, the Monte Grappa, and so this guy's having a little bit of fun with the review. <laughs> Rhinestone. It says, Mr. Stallone has once again redrawn the map of the, possi- of the possible by mind-crafting this exquisite writing instrument. It may look like something you picked up at a Tijuana border crossing, (laughs) but don't let its junky appearance fool you. Once visitors to your executive office or Miami narco mansion (laughs) recognize it as the hard work of Stallone, all questions of taste will evaporate. Is that a Stallone? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, it is. I like the the, uh, next line. It's pretty good. The body. Uh, 
The body is fashioned from black pearlized celluloid, quite possibly the world's fanciest way of saying plastic. (laughs) Inlaid with 18 karat gold and featuring swords, skulls, and snakes. The design, evocative of Nazi pirates, uh, perfectly symbolizes the frenzied violence of Mr. Stallone's penmanship. Uh, Feel it lurch to life in your hand. This is a pen that begs to be written with, even if you have nothing to say. (laughs) And when there are more, uh, there are no more words, its patented squip feature will launch a burst of ink from the skull, creating the splatter pattern that has been sliced alone signature since first blood. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Nice. We're looking at a close-up of this thing. That, to me, would seem difficult to write with. Exactly. All right. You know? It is $6,000 for you to pick up this pen. Jesus. I don't even know how much the watches are. The video is up on uh, PrestonandSteve.com if you want to waste four minutes of your day. It's pretty funny, though. But the the audio only, or the uh, the voiceover is only in the first, like, 30 seconds or so. I'm drawing. All right. uh, I had something else that I would like to pass along to you. You know, all right, here we go. Please do. Let's talk about something that might be a little more... Uh, economical. Then the $6,000 pen. Then the $6,000 pen. We uh, didn't even get a price on the watch. But whether or not it's useful, I do not know. Apparently, there are now nose warmers that you can buy. Oh, uh, I would buy that. Would you? Yeah, I would do you have a, Do you have a routinely cold nose? If I'm cold, yes, my nose is freezing. Does it get all red? Uh, I, I don't know. Like the but Buff I, Puff commercial? But I know that, like, I, I will feel it. I'm like, yes, I'm freezing. My nose the, is cold. The worst is when your nose is to the point of being so cold that you are unaware that you have that little um, uh, snot. Icicle? No, the little snot bubble dollop snot under your icicle. nose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. I hate that. Uh, so you can check them out at uh, nosewarmer.com. What does it look like? Well, they're $10. They come in a variety of fluffy materials, including leopard print. Ooh, fo- I'm in. Bochinchilla fur. Start and kill millions of people. <laughs> Don't you deserve a nose warmer? <laughs> uh, plaid and even a Union Jack pattern for when we go wow. to the London, Kathy. Okay. I say that's a hell of a nose warmer. Um, I think. So I think the way this works is it says it sounds like an eye patch. It sounds incredibly stupid. It says they tie around the back of the head. What does it hook into your nostrils? And therefore fit a whole range of nose sizes and shapes. No, No, Preston, it's four hooks. Yeah. Two under your eyelids (laughs) and two under your upper lip. Oh, my God. That's insane. But are there people who who have an issue with cold noses, I guess, Kathy? To that level? Well, she does, but I mean, if would I, you wear something that looks that stupid? No, probably not, but, um, okay, wait, I'm looking. Pull up nosewarmer.com, I, put it on our monitors. Yeah. You know what, I don't know mind. if it was our internet or their website, but it took a while to come up, and uh, now I'm looking at it, and it basically looks like... It's a clown nose! It looks like a clown nose that has, um, you know, like a, an elastic strap that goes around the back of your head, behind well, your ears and around the back of your head. Ears, clowns are amused us. <laughs> Little do we suspect that their nose were comfortably warm. Now the secret is out, and your life is about to change. <laughs> Super warm clown noses from Sylvester Stallone. Which comes with the superior heating element, as one might find in the suit Rambo wore when he took on the Mujahideen. <laughs> was that Rambo 3? I think it was, right? Coming to get you. I'm coming to get you and your nose warmer. I got your nose. <laughs> I got your nose. This is the this is the, st- the steeple, and these are the people. 
All right, here we finally have a picture of it. Oh my god. That is oh, come on. Stupid looking. <laughs> that is really stupid. Just looking. wear uh, what do they call the um the headgear that covers your nose or yeah. the the uh, baklava? Yeah, if your nose I, is Dick, good. I always say baklava. I do too. <laughs> Those are tasty. Yeah, yeah but no, but uh if if you're going to go to this length, yeah, go ahead and wear a ski mask or something like because that. Because you you you'll look less dumb. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Than wearing this stupid thing, you yep. know what I, I I do I think is so cute is like a little red nose, uh, you know, when, I, on on a girl. I, I think it is adorable. Mm-hmm. A little little well, rosy red like, cheeks. Aww. So uh, speaking of expensive unnecessary products, uh, I I just googled a balaclava and you can get one from Sex Fifth Avenue for uh, that's Gucci for five hundred and thirty dollars. Five hundred and thirty dollars. Five. Your grandmother could make one for you. Oh, and they I'm don't, knitting you a nose warmer. They don't come in me- in large. They only come gum, in medium. Gum, can you knit me a nose warmer? <laughs> gum, just gum. means the largest sold out. The Civil War claimed thousands upon thousands of lives. <laughs> gum, gum, can you knit me a nose warmer? <laughs> No, but you're right. The nose, they're handmade, these nose warmers. Are they really? That's what it is, yeah. Actually, this uh, this balaclava looks pretty cool. It's It's got, it looks like something you would wear on a ski slope because it's got little tassels hanging San off of Francisco it. San Francisco fire left the city devastated. <laughs> Loss of life incalculable. Don't you need a nose warmer? <laughs> oh, my God. Tsunamis. Yes. <laughs> routinely wipe out villages. Claiming lives by the thousands. <laughs> Wouldn't you love a heated clown nose? <laughs> <laughs> so there oh, have been some oh dumb, God. some dumb uh, things. This oh. here's where there should be an, an issue as well. And I guess you could say, well, if your nose is warm, it's not going to run. But um, still, it, to me, this looks like a snot catcher. This is the equivalent of the bag <laughs> they put on the back of a horse. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Right? Yeah. Yes. I agree. I mean, it, it would be. Who would want to take that off? And would you reuse it after you've had it? You'd have nestled to clean up. It. Yeah, you'd have to wash it. Right? <laughs> no, here, here borrow yeah. my. Oh, yeah. your nose looks really yeah. cold. Borrow my nose. Take my. Yeah, yeah. Here, I'm, I didn't completely use this toilet paper. Why don't you use it? Oh my god! It's like Nick. It's going uh, going in uh, Habsies on a flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Are you done with that? <laughs> Well, it may be important because apparently having a good sense of smell is handy if there's a fire or gas leak, but it also could come in handy if you're lost while hiking because people with a good sense of smell are better at navigation. Well, if if I'm freezing, I want to know where the fire is. According to researchers at McGill University in Canada, they tested the sense of smell and sense of, uh, of direction of volunteers. Canada, the savage cold is being counted lives. They died needlessly, presenting the superheated Canadian clown nose, <laughs> favorite of Mounties. Superheated. <laughs> uh, using like the heat of a thousand suns. <laughs> In the heart of a dying star. <laughs> using like a supernova. Uh, using MRI scans, the authors found increased thickness in two areas of the brain, uh, predicted a volunteer would have both a better sense of smell and a better sense of direction. So if you have an acute sense of smell, it stands to reason that you may have a really good sense of direction. Huh. I did not know that. I No, I, I'm, I did not equate the two, yeah. sense of smell and sense of direction. Well, well, what are you smelling for directional purposes? Like well, a mob put her pies up in the kitchen window? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Here, it says, study authors note that, no, it just says that there's a connection. It's not 
because okay, you, I'm you smelling civilization. Yeah, you can't get around better because of I'm your smelling sense of a smell. hospital. There's just a uh, uh, there's just a connection between these two. They they note that uh, one of these areas. No, no, quiet. The, I'm smelling a plane. Of the brain has previously been linked with the sense of smell, but has not yet been confirmed to be critical as far as spatial memory. Have you <clears> ever <throat> followed a scent like a dog would follow a scent? Absolutely. I have. Isn't that I, wild? When you have cats, it's what you get used to, especially if one is uh, spraying a little bit in the house. You're right. Yep. Yep. But and, isn't that and, weird that <clears> you can do that? I. How are your olfactory senses? Uh, they're pretty good. I'm good too. Yeah, my wife has not. She can't. She she cannot detect. She'll always come down, and it's not uncommon in my house to see her come over with laundry and go smell this. Oh no, kidding. Yeah. yeah. What, what, do you smell anything on this? Like my, the, the cat or whatever. My son uh, was able to tell when I switched laundry detergent. And my ex wife has a really good sense of smell, just yeah. like Kathy. Like, and and at one point she actually was looking into. Um, uh, a job in the perfume industry because she can tell the subtle differences. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a necessary and well-paying job if you happen to yeah. have that ability. But Preston, didn't Wolverine, one of Wolverine's oh, yeah. senses was a super heightened sense of smell. They only touched on it in the first movie. Which <clears throat> right. I was bummed out that they didn't use that later because he could, you know, if people were impersonating someone else, he could sniff them out or he could, he would know someone was in proximity right, because right. he could smell their scent. It was like a, you know, like a dog, like yeah. a bloodhound. And they didn't really explore that too much. It is weird, though, when you do need to track something down by the sense of smell, and you're walking around literally with your head kind of up a little bit. Oh and yeah, and, and the intensity really taking it in, and you start to feel it. It be- it becomes more pronounced, or you smell it smells more pronounced. Yep. I just did it yesterday, and I, I just determined that it was like an old an oil rag in the in the basement, like really? an old rag that had a little bit of oil in it. Okay, but I was so able you, to find it. Yeah, yeah, you smelled something that was. I smelled uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, it's, yeah, it can be, it can come in handy if you're looking for something like yeah, that. Yeah, Kathy, mm-hmm. you, you had smelled something weird last week. It vinegar. was a vinegar shirt, but you vinegar didn't, shirt. it was a shirt. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. yeah. But, uh, you didn't, you didn't care to like walk around like a bloodhound, you know, searching out the smell. You just. I wanted to. I just thought you guys would think I was insane. So I could do a Lewis and Clark on their incredible journey. All the while her nose frozen <laughs> almost to the point of boiling off. She would have benefited from a superheated clown nose. Now with a huge skull on it. <laughs> Looks cool. Oh, my God. He put a skull on it. No, I like skulls. I can find something, Case. I, yeah? If something smells, if it has a strong scent, I can find it. I wonder. I, I would imagine you, you're, you're... Well, yeah. Yeah, we could do that. I wonder, like, if we took, like, a fresh... Like, maybe, like, fart in, in six mason jars. No, that's all right. <laughs> I was going to say, like, a pleasant smell. Like, yeah, yeah. Like a, a fresh-baked cherry pie or something like that. <sighs> something we could eat at the end of it. Oh my! God. Yeah, <laughs> like Casey planned the contest. Yeah. We can eat. Yeah, I love that yeah. fresh chocolate chip cookies, or maybe popcorn. Something, and we can hide it somewhere. Something we can eat. We can hide it. You know, somewhere. we can do. We have now. We have. We have to take advantage of. We have these huge open areas that are ready to be uh, yeah. construction oh, yeah. begin. Do we've, something. We've got to do something, and. I got to bring in my roller skates. Yes, uh, because they have they have cleared out our offices, some of the some of the areas here, and literally, I mean, gutted it down to nothing, and it's like it's just concrete. Let's powwow about how to All use right. this, because I mean, whether we do a a, a smell, yeah. uh, you know, a, know. Fi- uh, a finders thing for a smell. I do like that idea. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, uh, yes, Stallone has a line of pens that are six thousand dollars, and a new line of superheated clown nose <laughs> warmers. Uh, if you're interested, no. Have you ever wonder why the clowns can be so consistently funny? It's because their noses are toasted warm. Wouldn't you like that same experience in life? Presenting the sliced alone superheated clown noses. 
you hardly know you're wearing them <laughs> as the huge strap is placed around your skull. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it is, it is, exactly. All right, listen, I want to take a break, uh, but not before I give some more of those movie screening passes away because we just played Queen right before we started the segment, and we have the screening next Wednesday of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. And it's the story of Queen and Freddie Mercury, obviously. And it's at 7.30. And if you'd like to go, let's get five people in the seats with us. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. And we'll put you on our list. Like I said, it's next Wednesday, 7.30, UA King of Prussia. So call if you can make it. We'll be back in a second. Going to go live on Fox Good Day. we got the B-File. we got birthday bucks. All yeah. those things happening in the next segment. 93.3 WMMR presents the next installment in our series of fan-friendly, private, and free concerts. Pierre presents Rival Son. Tuesday, October 23rd. Join us for this invitation-only noontime event at Ardmore Music Hall. Win your way in on the air with Pierre or at select upcoming MMRMI events. Details and schedule at WMMR.com. Presents Rival Sons from Ardmore Music Hall and 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We're going live on oh, Fox. Good. good day. Here we go. Here Hi, guys. Hey, guys. Hey. Sorry, we were a little late there. That's we, all right. We're rocking no out. Yeah. And we could see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and here we go. We found this survey, best places to retire in America. And we immediately thought like Florida and California. Maybe Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach, South mm-hmm. Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to say what's number one. But it is in our viewing and listening area. Yes. Do you already, you we already saw it, so you know we can pretend <laughs> like we don't know. But uh, it's Lehigh we, County. We were surprised. Yeah. Lehigh County. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was Lancaster I County. It was Lancaster. I thought it was Lancaster. Oh, too. I stink. It's, La- it's Lancaster, <laughs> Lancaster County. It's Lancaster. Okay. It's a blur up there. Now, uh, is it to retire or to die? Is that <laughs> what, what's, what's the distinction? <laughs> My next door neighbors growing up uh, retired to Lancaster County. They moved out there. They they found uh-huh. the. Uh, Level of affordability to be much higher, and uh, they are absolutely in love with it. They, they retire in Lancaster County, and they, they enjoy every second of it. Well, it, it is pretty you, you, you can't, you, if you're going to, you know, honestly, if you're going to go out that way, uh, Hershey's a wonderful little hamlet. I you love, know. when we drive to Hershey, we go through that area. Yeah. And it's just, uh, the, the, it's just gorgeous. Rolling hills, beautiful oh, yeah. hills. And then, then about beautiful. two months into the looking out your window at the rolling hills, yeah. what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, what do you do there? What do you yeah. besides going out to see the Amish Hey, what's, uh, what's happening uh, in the Philly? Yeah. But I think that's part of it. Like, I, when I drive through there, I always think, I, like, I love it here. It looks so yeah. nice. But right. how could you actually live here? Like, you know, but if you were to retire there where you're, you know, not so worried about things, maybe. I don't know. It, it and might by be the way, relaxing. you're a big yeah. fan of zippers. So you wouldn't be able to do that yeah. out there. That's uh, true. Yeah. yeah. It's a strictly button down. Guess, guess what? Uh about sixth on this list in the top ten is Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, no. Mm. Yes. <laughs> uh, really? Okay. Who are they polling here? The, 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 the city council of Pittsburgh, clearly. <laughs> no, but the Florida towns are in the middle there. Like Fort Myers is in there. Sarasota. You know what? Austin, Austin, besides Austin, all Texas. that, and we get it. One of the a big retirement area is Scottsdale, Arizona. A lot of people go oh, out yeah. there, you know, because it's if you have medical issues and you're older, that they, 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 it's dry exactly. Uh, you know, the, yeah. the, the thing, I think, as you get older, I guess you want to gravitate to a place where it's it's warmer climate. I, I would, guess. I might go the other way, though. I might, you know, I mean, like, I like Northern California. I like it here. Right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. 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 I, I think I'll retire in a city, though. 
Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. You're too much of a mover and shaker. Well, it's, I mean, it's nice to have proximity to uh, Absolutely. A, a city. I live in the Burbs. And I like being on the outside. But uh, but when yeah. I want to get to where some excitement and some things are going on, some culture, if I want to take that in, it's right there. Yeah. You hop in the car. It's just an hour and a half driving you there. Yeah. This is this is what I'm getting. <laughs> this is what I'm getting in this day uh, in 2018. What? I've heard this from about two or three people when I'm out at events. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, how much longer are you going to do this? Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've been getting that. And what wow. Do you oh, oh, did I tell you what I, uh, at my coffee shop the other day in my building? Uh-huh. I think I told you this. The guy looks at me, the barista, and says, Mike, I watch you all the time. You have a lot of energy for somebody your age. Oh, oh you got to love that. Right? You, you just that. keep saying say things like. Punk was about 22 years old. Yeah, I, I just had the hip replacement. That's why I'm so energetic. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. we're overtime. Bye. Uh, bye. 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 See you there, guys. Bye. End scene. Yeah, Mike was uh, solo in there for a moment, but uh, uh, Lancaster County. Uh, I was just I, there I on Saturday. It. I think I understand it, though. It's okay. just because I when, like I said, when I drive through there, I think I would love to live here. I just, I just can't right now. But think about this: in the country, this is the number one spot. It's, yeah, right, right. You know right. what I mean? Well, and to <laughs> Casey's point, who was voting on this? I do understand, though. I almost, so many times I've been to places where I'd love to live here. And then you say, would you love to live here? Or do you love to keep this as a place you visit to yeah. love to visit? Yeah, yeah. Because, some, you know, that. a lot of times people, I can see certain areas. I don't think you could ever get sick of, like, living you know, in, like, Monterey or, or um, oh, you know, I mean, it's, yeah. it's beautiful now, area. There's a lot of money. And, there's a and lot. This is that, yeah. That's what might have to do with it. Excuse me, but this is from, uh, I'm trying to see who did this poll. The U.S. News and World Report. Yeah. Uh, who did this. And um, the rankings of the 100 largest metropolitan areas as retirement destinations uh, took into account the quality of health care, the job market, the tax burden on retirees, and desirability. But you know what? I just, mm. as I think about it, I'm, I'm, I, I want to stay here. I've, I've built up, I've built up a life and, you know, and, and, and friends here and the, yeah. and the career and everything. And, and this is where I feel at home. Yeah. And so yeah. why, why would I trade that? Yes. I'm not, I wasn't a fan at the end of last winter where we had a conga line of mother effer storms and stuff like that, but well, I, I can put up with it. My plan or our plan at my household is to stay here, yeah. but to full on be snowbird. snowbird it. It. Really? Okay. Why not, man? Mm-hmm. If, if you have the means and that's what we're going to save for that, we can eventually live that lifestyle when it's hor- And you can come back here in the winter if you want to. It's Absolutely. Fine. But if you have another place to go to, uh, when it's really harsh here and really nice air, because listen, I wouldn't want summers in Florida. They suck, yeah. man. It's insanely hot. It's unbearable. So why not split the difference and try to go back and forth between? Now, would the you two? do coastal Florida or would you like to go? Yeah, yeah. No, no, do inland. Yeah, let me go right in the center. <laughs> well, Orlando's in the center. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right, uh, but I would rather I'd rather be near a coast. What? Oh, yeah, a good trailer park in the center of the state, <laughs> right, Preston? Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. For, I actually for Preston, it comes down to two words: winter golf. Damn yeah. right, you man. know, and just getting out of town. Like I, I get, I get seasonal affective disorder. I get so tired of the winter here, and it really starts to affect my uh, quality of life. And so by like March, I need to find something out. 
outside yeah. of this area to, to you know just feel better about life. And I'm I'm surprised at uh, at Lancaster County being number one on that list. I tell you what, wow, good eats out there. Yeah, yeah. All right, listen, uh, Casey, uh, I need oh, you to yeah. move the birthday stager to move the stop a lot of things because here. it is already. Oh man, we're five minutes oh, late. This, this sucks. Uh, that's right. You got ten minutes to get to a place where you can do this. <laughs> MMR's birthday box. Birthday box. All right, this is the latest we've gone with this. I apologize. Sorry. So, MMR's birthday box part two, the keyword that you need to send to WMMR's mobile app or WMMR.com. Do not text it to our text line. The word that you have to send to us is idea. All right, you have until 815 to enter it via WMMR's mobile app or WMMR.com, and somebody's going to win $1,000. One winner selected at random wins that grand in our company-wide contest, so good luck from WMMR. Uh, We skipped traffic. Let's go ahead and take a look at that now. What's going on this morning, Kathy? 295 southbound jams from Center Square Road to uh, Route 48. We've got that accident. The right shoulder gets by. Two lanes are blocked right now, causing that delay this morning on the 42 freeway northbound. Uh, you're slow from the Black Horse Pike to 295, 55 northbound jams, Deptford to 42. Uh, 95 northbound, backing up Chichester Ave to Curlin Street, 450, right at 452. There's an accident. And then from the airport to Broad Street on the southbound side, you're jammed uh, from Academy down to Girard, the Blue Route to the Commodore Barry Bridge on the Blue Route northbound. It's heavy 95 to Route 1 southbound, Mid County Tolls to the Schuylkill Route 1 to Media, uh, Schuylkill Expressway eastbound, backing up from Gulf Mills into Belmont City to the Vine westbound, Passyunk to South the boulevard out to the blue route and then uh, on the boulevard southbound your jam ninth to the schuylkill we just had an accident that's been cleared in northeast philly southbound on the boulevard at adams ave we've got an accident in the outer drive this traffic report brought to you by abington friends school they create a powerful academic experience infused with quaker values visit the next open house on saturday october 20th at 1 p.m learn more at abingtonfriends.net and that's your traffic on 93.3 wmmr WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning by Heritage Business Systems. The document imaging equipment solution is Heritage Business Systems service, satisfaction, reliability. That's Heritage Business Systems, your authorized Canon copier dealer. All right, we'll begin with this weird and disturbing story. A strap hanger was strangled Sunday when his T-shirt was pulled into an escalator. Oh, wow. oh my God. This is with the uh, Massachusetts uh, Transit Authority. How the hell did that happen? Police responding to the station in the Longwood section. No, I'm sorry. This is in the Bronx. Uh, at about 3.45 a.m., uh, they found the man unconscious at the top of the escalator with part of his shirt caught in the mechanism and the neckline choking him. Casey, I was telling the other day about a chokehold that you can do with T-shirts, yep. shirt, shirt yep. choke. But you know what? At the top of those things and at the bottom, they do have emergency. I don't think this guy was near it, but he, officers, yeah, but... it should have an automatic shot exactly. off. Exactly. Uh, but officers uh, cut the shirt off and medics rushed the man to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. Wow. Uh, officials identified the victim as Carlos Alvarez, who was 48 years old. Surveillance video captured Alvarez trying vainly to free himself. They have it on video. Oh, wow. Jesus. A witness said, when I got off the train, I saw the guy stuck in the escalator. A lot of people were surrounding him. Uh, he was at the top, and I saw blood near his, near his head. His head was split open. Wow. said, all you see is this guy, and he was sprawled face down. I That's just terrible. How, how do you get, did he... That's what I was wondering. How do you get a T-shirt caught in the gears of an escalator? Yeah, I'm not sure if it was on the handle part or if it was Uh, in the in the steps. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. 
A man in New York developed an extremely rare and fatal brain disorder after he ate squirrel brains. Squirrel brains? Yes. The 61-year-old man was brought to a hospital in Rochester, New York, after experiencing a decline in his thinking abilities and losing touch with reality. The man had also lost the ability to walk on his own. An MRI had showed the man ha- man's head revealed a striking finding. The brain scan looked similar to those seen in people with variant Kretzfeldt-Jacob disease, uh, VCJD, which is a fatal brain condition used or caused by infectious proteins called prions. Only a few hundred cases of VCJD have ever been reported, and most were tied to consumption of contaminated beef in the United Kingdom the in the 1980s and 90s. That's commonly called mad cow disease. You guys remember that? Yes. Why was he eating uh, squirrel brains? He likes squirrel brains. He likes squirrel brains. Uh, in this case, a man had another dietary habit that could have raised the risk of this. His family said that he liked to hunt, and it was reported that he had eaten squirrel brains. It's unclear uh, if the man consumed the entire squirrel brain or just squirrel meat that was contaminated with parts of squirrel brain. When I have squirrel meat, I just go for the breast. What oh, about you? Yeah, uh, that's good because yeah. it's you know it's, it's a meaty part. It's and it's uh, lighter in calories. Yeah, yeah. I'm a leg man. Uh, oh, yeah. It is a progressive neurological disorder, by the way, that affects only about one in a million people each year worldwide. It is debilitating. It progresses quickly. Usually results in death within one year of diagnosis. Nah, no, I'm not going to risk that. See the squirrel brain. How about this, Steve? This speaks to what you just said. A squirrel with very large breasts has sent social media wild after apparently being spotted at a Japanese zoo. Oh man! Pictures... It doesn't matter where they are. We're such pigs, aren't we? Uh, pictures of the check out the rack on that squirrel. Pictures of the squirrel went viral, getting over forty-six thousand shares and more than one hundred thirty-nine thousand likes on Twitter. The poster claimed to have found the voluptuous rodent in the squirrel garden of Inokashira Park in to- uh, Park Zoo in Tokyo. Would any of you fellas help me find some nuts? Uh, the photo sparked thousands of replies from fellow social media users. Many said the animal looks like a real-life version of the cartoon character Clarice. That was the love interest of uh, Chip and Dale in yeah. Disney's Chipmunks. Nah, this squirrel definitely has uh, some uh, some uh, hangers, Preston. Yeah, one user wrote, are you doing hand bra? Another wrote, the fact that the breasts have been made, the squirrel will evolve to bipedal soon. <laughs> and other users are speculating the reason for the squirrel's breasts to be so large, with one saying the squirrels seem to be hibernating since mid-October, which is the reason that they are fat. So Do they think these up. are augmented? Are, oh, are they I natural? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, the zoo is known for its squirrel garden, and the animal is also its mascot. What's Genter been up to lately? Here is a terrible story, but it is bizarre. All right. And I'm going to share it with you. In Detroit, the badly decomposed bodies of 11 infants were found in the ceiling of a former funeral home. Oh, my God. Uh, the remains were found late last Friday afternoon by state investigators just hours after they received an anonymous letter explaining how to find the bodies carefully hidden inside the false ceiling. The bodies had been hidden inside the former Cantrell funeral home. For, for what purpose? Well, they don't know. The funeral home was closed by state authorities in April after they found numerous violations of state law. My guess is they didn't bury the bodies, took the money, and uh, and then just stored them that way. Uh, after the infant's bodies were uncovered, Michigan State Police used a cadaver-trained police dog to search the entire building, but no additional bodies were found. Jeez. Uh, they said, we do have names for some of the remains, and we're going to try and contact the families. Unable to say how long the remains had been stored there or how old they were, uh, some of them apparently stillborn inside a cardboard box hidden in the drop-down ceiling of a stairwell were found. Could you imagine your family, you, you get that 
they contact you and let you know one of the bodies is a, is a yeah. family member? Uh, speak to the. Uh, they're trying to. Uh, police want to speak to the former funeral home's longtime owner Jeez. Raymond Cantrell. So they're trying to figure out what in the world went on. You've had a number of stories. You know, sometimes these guys listen. Uh, people who do it and do it well. You know, they're, they're it's a wonderful thing and the service they provide. But there are some nefarious, crappy people that do yeah. these things. Yep. You know. One last story, a little lighter. A 56-year-old man was arrested after he had a few too many glasses of wine during a flight from New Orleans to London. Uh, Hatem Hamad, who is who has 25 grandchildren, wow, was taken into custody when the plane landed at Heathrow Airport after he exposed himself and slapped a passenger in the face. The court, uh, in court, the prosecutor read a statement from Joel Vilmany, the man who was assaulted, which described the bizarre incident. Vilmany said that he was flying with his wife and two children when Hamad walked down the aisle. Uh, and he had his genitals hanging out and put them with, quote, within three inches of my face. Hey, look at this. He said, my daughter was awake and my son was asleep. This male had his penis out and exposed within three inches of my face. Uh, Vamini uh, stood up to confront Hamad, who responded by grunting and <clears throat> then exposed himself to another passenger. Uh, he then backhanded Velmani across the chest before he was escorted to the back of the aircraft where members of the flight crew guarded him until the plane landed. Uh, he initially pleaded not guilty, but changed his mind and was given a six-week jail sentence suspended for one year after admitting to the assault. And that's... Hey, we're flying in a little bit. <laughs> we are to London. <laughs> yeah, we go. That is what I have in the bizarre file. No matter how lit up or drugged up I would get, I would think that I would have the wherewithal to keep myself from taking my pants off <laughs> on an airline. How stinking drunk do you need to be to do that? Yeah, you gotta, and you got to have some... Yeah, there's something going on yes, in your world. Yes, there are issues. Yeah. All right, and that's the B-File. Let's take a break. We'll come back in just a second. And don't forget, we have a secret text word. We have a chance to win some tickets. Uh, it's Conan O'Brien, Team Coco and Friends, at the Music Box at the uh, Borgata on Saturday, November 3rd. Tickets on sale now at theborgata.com. So text word SECRET to 39333. Send a word back to you. See if you can win a little bit later on. We'll be back in a moment. WMMR. Online, on demand, and on the air. Including our digital HD signal. The best sounding MMR there is. WMMR HD and HD2. The MM Archives channel. We're going to try to play three contests at the same time. <laughs> this should go. Shouldn't Perfect. it? Yeah, right. We've done similar things. All right. And need I remind you, they were all disasters. Now, before people start to call, I want to get this information out quickly. We're either going to play uh, Name That Song in 8 Bits, Loop There It Is, or Mash Up Madness, which are three of our favorite music-based song, uh, yes. contests. So you get to choose which one you want to do. Eight, uh, eight, uh, Name That Song in 8 Bits is uh, songs that you know. Uh, but they are done it with the 8-bit music uh, style. so Like kinda, old video game audio. They're kind of hard to pick out. Uh, loop There It Is is where we've taken a small segment of a song and looped it over and over and over and over and over, and it repeats. And it might be kind of hard to figure out what it is, but you can do it. And then the mashup Madness are two songs that have been mixed together, and you have to identify both songs, uh, at least the titles. And I'm, I'm looking for titles on all of these songs. Yes. And uh, we'll see if you can get it right. So you get to pick what you want to do. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to work in the other room, but generally they also have to identify the prize, yeah. too. Is that going to be too much? Well, no, no. We, we got plenty of time because we all also right. have to, we have three theme songs that we need to play for all three Marissa of these contests. Marissa just gave me a thumbs up. So when she tells me what we're doing, we'll do it. 
Uh, Case, what are some of the things that we have to okay. uh, give away this morning? Because uh, we have we, a lot of prizes, man. Yeah, we have uh, just a couple of uh, pairs of passes to see Trevor Noah at the uh, Met Philly. That's in May. Uh, we just got these today, hot off the presses. Uh, we have a pair of t- two pairs of tickets to see Eliza uh, Schlesinger. She's performing at the Merriam Theater in January. Uh, we're announcing that show right now. Interesting. Fact, we have passes for Bohemian Rhapsody at the UA King of Prussia next Wednesday. Uh, we have passes to join us at Bates Motel tomorrow night. Uh, for the cream of the screen. Hey, real stop. quick, I yes. want to mention that speaking of Bates Motel, right now till 10 a.m. At this very moment till 10 a.m., you can get free coffee at uh, the Dunkin'. Don- it says Dunkin' only at the Dunkin' Donuts only at 400 East Baltimore Pike and Media <laughs> because the actors of the Bates Motel are there serving you. Is that right? So if you are near. Uh, the Dunkin' Donuts at 400 East Baltimore Pike and Media. Stop by right now. Grab some free coffee. Uh, Dunkin' will also be at uh, the Bates Motel tomorrow night. Uh, to join us for our cream of the screen. So they have cast members out there serving coffee right now at that yep. Dunkin'. That is yeah. cool. That Dunkin' Donuts, one time I went there, I got two dozen donuts. The guy gave me 26 donuts. Oh, yeah. man. Someone was getting hit on. Uh, I thought so. For And uh, by the way, we have two other prizes to give away. We also have digital downloads for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Loved it. And we also have a case of Yard's Rival IPA. So we have a few of those to give away. Those are all really good. They are. And do you want to play all uh, three of the theme songs, Preston? Uh, Sure. (laughs) Name that song in 8 bits. Here's that one. All right, here's this one. DJ Cumberbund. It's Mashup Madness with Preston and Steve. And then there's this. Loop, there it is. We didn't officially make a loop, there it is. The no, song we just no. played. Hoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. Uh, but give me some generic music here, please, Casey. Thank you very much. All right, so what we'll do is we'll get a caller on the line. We'll see what game you want to play. All right, let's see if you can get it right. If you get it wrong, we'll move along. We'll see if we can find somebody else who wants to play the same game. And then that way we don't waste each one of these on one person who might get it incorrect. We might try the same song out on a couple of different people if we can make that happen. I think that's the way to do it. All right. Whatever way we do it will be the best way ever conceived. And we have a lot of things, so let's try and move some product. I'm going to go to Dan. Hi, Dan. Good morning. I just stepped out of the shower. Oh, <laughs> you did. All right, Dan, what game do you want to play, man? Uh, loop, there it is. Loop, loop, there it is. All right, Casey, pull me up a loop. You ready? Yep. All right, listen closely, Dan, see if you can identify this song. It's a small segment that we have taken and repeated over and over and over again. Here it comes. Oh, <laughs> I love this. I know this. This is well, my car starting in the morning. Uh, <laughs> that's close, but if it were a song, <laughs> what would that be? Uh, I have no idea. You don't know? Nope. Okay, all right. Thanks anyway, man. All right, we're going to try this out on Maddie. Um, Maddie? Maddie wants to uh, play the game as well. Hey, Maddie, how you doing? Good. I think it's Billy Joel. Can you expand on that? I need a song title. (laughs) Um. Glass Houses. Glass Houses is not right. No. No, no. Sorry. Sorry, Maddie. Incorrect. Maddie. All right, let me go next to Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, how are you doing? We are great. So, Chris, you're playing uh, Loop There It Is as well. So, listen closely. Here it comes. (laughs) 
right? I agree with the last caller, Billy Joel, but I don't know this song. Well, well, you name a title of name any a title. Song, at least take a shot at it. Oh gosh, I don't know. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> name what? You're not getting off the phone <laughs> until you name one Billy Joel song. We want you to win. <laughs> I got nothing. All you, right. you can't wow. think. No. no. Any no. Billy Joel song. He will not song. accept this. Name one Billy Joel song. Just the first one <laughs> that comes to your mind. It's, he's got a gazillion hits. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I'm sorry. Gosh. You can't think of one I Billy don't... Joel song. No, I'm on spot. I should never have called. <laughs> <laughs> no. Chris, we would just is... want you to win. You, you seem very nice. Yeah. Hey, Chris. We're trying to help you here. What is your favorite Billy Joel song of all time, do you think? Um... Is it the I'm, one? I'm just, I'm just drawing a blank. Oh, my really God. Yes. <sighs> All right. That one okay. where that man plays the piano? You know the man <laughs> on the piano? Yeah, I, I know who he is. Oh, my <laughs> God. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> You're Pierre Robert. Yeah. This is you all my life. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, Chris. She's very uh, sweet. Marissa has pulled up a texture that might know the answer, so let me go to Tom. We'll try that out. Hi, Tom. Are you there? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo, bud. All right, do you know what song <laughs> that is? Oh, that sounds horrible over my car speakers. Uh, it's I'm Moving Out. Moving Out. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, we're going to give you that. It's Moving Out by Billy Joel. <laughs> Working too hard can give you a heart attack. That's what that's from. Very recognizable. All right, Tom, hang on the line. We are, what are we going to give him? Well, I don't know. Tom, what do you want to win? I put him on hold already. <laughs> I, I don't know. I got in the car. I didn't hear what you guys said. <laughs> Very good. Hang on, Tom. <laughs> Casey, give him something. I know. This is great. Tom, I'm going to hook you up here. Uh, it sounds like you're an Ant-Man and Wasp fan. So you can just tell. I'm going to give you a digital download card of Ant-Man and the Wasp. It's available digitally and on 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray, DVD, and on demand now, as a matter of fact. Here's a good question. This could be a trivia question, yeah. but I'll ask it now. Do you know the subtitle of "Moving Out"? Of what it's uh, it's also known as. You know, sometimes it'd be a yes. parentheses. This is my life. No, that's a different song. Um, oh God, yes, you're right. What am I thinking? It's. Uh, well, I'll give it to you. Go ahead. It's Anthony's song. Ah, you know, Anthony works in, in the grocery store, saving his pennies for someday. Yeah, I got this as a. I got the Stranger. Right, that's the album. That yep. it's off of? Yes, it is. And uh, I got it as a Christmas present. It was a surprise. My parents guessed. And they finally got one right. Ah. It was after they gave me Roberta Flack one year. <laughs> <laughs> do me a favor, guys. Can you move the uh, the call screener uh, uh, screen? Do. Oh, Casey's got to do that over a little bit because I want to make sure I get to uh. the proper caller. Yo. All right, so we are going to go next to, let's go to Dan. Hi, Dan, you're on the air. Hey, guys, good morning. Hey, bud. So, Dan, what song do you want to play? Or what song do you want to play? What game do you want to play? <laughs> name that song in 8-bit. Right, name that song in 8-bit. You want to play name that? Okay, name eight that bit. song in 8-bit. <laughs> All right, so we have a song. Uh, Case, is that it? Ready to go? Yep. All right, here we go. Listen closely, Dan. Here is your song. <laughs> I'm wow. sorry. Wait, 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 wait. Say it again. Highway to the Danger Zone. Danger Zone. Yeah. yeah. Good. Everybody in Radio Land hears it. So, uh, yeah, you got that right. Nice shot, buddy. All right, so, uh, Case, what are we going to have, Dan? We have a case of Yards Rival IPA. On the 21st, the Birds host Carolina. Be sure to have plenty of Yards Rival IPA on hand. Look for Rival's old-school Kelly Green packaging with throwback pictures on the bottle. Pick some up at the Works in Wyoming.
danger zone. <laughs> My name is Iceman. All right. So... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go next to, let's try Chuck. Looks like a lot of people want to play 8-Bits. That's cool. Hi, Chuck, you're on the air. Howdy doodle. Right. Howdy doodle. <laughs> doodly doo, neighbor, Eenie. All right, Chuck, so it looks like you want to play Name That Song in 8-Bits, right? Right, right. All right, let's do this Name thing. Name That Song in 8-Bits. Uh, Case, you got one for me? Yes, sir. All right, here comes your song, Chuck. Listen closely. Not much different than the original. <laughs> no, no. You're right. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Chuck, any idea what song that is? Um, is Are you upset that I'm doing magic in the car? It's uh... <laughs> Final Countdown. Yeah. Exactly. Hang on a second. What are we going to give him, Case? All right, so I have for him, we only have two of these, so you got the first one, pair of tickets to see Trevor Noah at the Met Philly on May 3rd. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via the MetPhilly.com. Pre-sale is Thursday, that's tomorrow, from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. while supplies left, and the password is comedy. All right. Uh, this is Europe, right? It is. And Europe hails from what country? I think they're Swedish. Swedish, okay. Yeah. Uh, they had a couple other songs. I actually liked Europe, but they, they had some really good guitar players, and uh, they, they had a, a big power ballad called Carrie. I don't know if you guys remember that song. Carrie. No. Carrie. No, it doesn't sound familiar. Carrie. And they had another song called Cherokee, but um, that song, Final Countdown, it still gets played in stadiums today. It's about the potential of the war with the bombs. All right, we're going to go to... Uh, <laughs> Stephen next. Hi, Stephen. Good morning. Hey, guys. What is up? Yo, buddy. We are playing a variety of games. You want to play Mashup Madness Loop? There it is. Or uh, name that song in 8-Bits. Name that song in 8-Bits, please. All right. Name that song in 8-Bits. I don't know why that cracks me up, but it does. Here's another one. Ready to go. Listen closely. What you got there, buddy? Is it Wonderwall? It is Wonderwall! Nice job. Just play a little bit more. All right, Stephen, hang on a second because we have a prize for you. Case, what are we going to give him? It's our final pair of tickets to see Trevor Noah at the Met Philly on May 3rd. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via themetphilly.com. Pre-sale is tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. while supplies left. Password for that is comedy. All right, so that was the last set of passes for Trevor Noah, Casey? Yeah, we are Done. out of those. Right, Benito. Dunsky. So let our uh, mm-hmm. listeners know who are online that uh, that's it for that particular prize. I will go next to, uh, let's try Steven. Hi, Steven. You're on the air, buddy. We just went to Steven. He won. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, sorry. Good to talk to you again, man. I'm looking at the wrong icon (laughs) here. This thing is throwing me off. Oh, shoot. All right, let me go to, uh, let me go to Dennis then. Hi, Dennis. Good morning. Hey, how are you guys? Good, Dennis. All right, uh, what game do you want to play, man? Uh, 8-Bit. 8-Bit. Oh, you want to play? 
This is a popular of the three. What would you pick, Preston? Um, what's I, I would probably do. My favorite is Mashup Madness. Yeah, I like the two songs together. It makes you laugh the most, and, and I think it's fun to try and work them out. But on I, a level of ease, I think Eight Bit. I agree. Yeah. Um, but I have got to get somebody who wants to do loop theaters because there's one that Marissa did yeah. that I'm very, uh, she's very proud of. I'm very proud of her for putting it together because uh, it's just great. She played it for me yesterday. All right. All right, we're going to play Name That Song in 8-Bits. You ready, Dennis? Yes. All right, here we go. That's an iconic song. <laughs> and we've been playing around with it a lot. Yes, lately. we have. Uh, Dennis, going to have to ask, you know what song that is? Uh, um, Strawberry Hill? Strawberry Hill? You're close. Hold on. No, if you said Strawberry Hill, that's incorrect. Sorry, buddy. Uh, let me go next to uh, Greg on line two. Hey, Greg. All right, Greg, we're going to play that one for you, okay? All right, sounds good. Because he's playing, uh, I'm going to other people that want to do 8-bits. All right. All right, you have any idea what that might be? Climbing up on mountain something. It is. It's climbing up on mountain something. <laughs> this guy's... Hang on. We're going to give you five seconds, Greg. Uh, I don't know. I am All right. Rock. Thanks anyway, man. I am a rock. No, he said Paul Simon. Uh, we'll go. We'll go <laughs> but next. we can't give any indication as we'll to whether go. that was right or wrong. Yeah, next to Chris. Hey, Chris, good morning. Good morning. Chris, you need to hear that one again? Because I know you're playing uh, 8 Bits as well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> one more time. Wow. You, you know this This song. is iconic. You don't know. Somebody said they recognize this from that buttered waffle movie trailer. <laughs> Unbutterable, yes. Uh, I need a title. Yeah, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. Chris, this is going to kill you. It's Salisbury Hill by Peter Gabriel. Climbing up on something. Mountain something. Yeah. All right, sorry, pal. We got to let you go on that one. That was a that was a gimme. That was a gimme. Mm -hmm. All right, we're gonna go next to Robin. Hey, Robin. Hi, you guys rock. Uh, Robin, what game do you want to play? Uh, I said, uh, Loop, there it is. I hope I don't regret that. Decision. Well, you know what? Okay. L- let's. I'm, I'm going to play this one for you that Marissa did, and I think that you, I see something here on the screen that indicates that you might know what this is. Casey? I, I don't know which one you're talking uh, about I here. It. I got it. Okay. It is this one. Okay. okay. Are you ready? Okay. All right, Robin, here it comes. Hey, no, wait. Can you hear me? I just wanted to hear you ha- let 
you hear how long Marissa did this edit. Hang on. Hold one second. Robin, She's shut up for a minute. Hold one second. Robin, Robin, quiet for a second. She can't hear she can't you. Hear Stop you. the music, and I told her to shut up. Maybe that's why. Robin, this just turned dark. Give us a damn answer. Oh, the answer is <laughs> Fat Bottom Girl. Yes! 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 So Marissa took that little bit in the beginning and made it into... How long? Uh, it is... It's almost a minute long. What? So it's just... <laughs> Up really bad. You can solo there for a while, Robin. What'd you want to say? I was just, I was just thinking. I'm sorry. You guys were breaking up really bad, and I couldn't there you go. Hear. Sorry. Well, you won, and that's all that matters. We were behind you 100. percent And here's what we're going to give her. Hey, we have a pair of passes to see Bohemian Rhapsody at the UA King of Prussia. Whoa! It's going to be a week from today, Wednesday, October 24th at 7:30 at His Theaters Nationwide. Friday, November 2nd. Uh, make sure you get there a little bit early to uh, ensure a good seat. All right, Robin. Congratulations. What he said. All right, let's go over next to Tom. No, it's not Tom. This is Kara. Hey, Kara, how you doing? Hey, how are you? Good, Kara. Yeah, what... <laughs> you get to play a game. So, what game do you want to play? Um, name that song in eight bits. Okay, we will do that song, that game for you. Name that song mm-hmm. in eight bits. All right, Casey, got one ready? Yes, sir. Here we go, Kara. You know what it is, Carol? Yes. All right, what is it? Mr. Brightside. Mr. Brightside by the Killers, absolutely correct. Well done. Hang on just a second, Case. What do we have for We got a pair of tickets to see Eliza Schlesinger at Merriam Theater on January 12th. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via KimmelCenter.org. Pre-sale is tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. while supplies left. Uh, The password for that is BabyLeg. B-A-B-Y-L-E-G. I like it. There you go. All right, let's get another caller and play another game. And I tried to go to Tom last, and I hit the wrong damn button, but now we have Tom. Hey, Tom, good morning. Good morning. All right, Tom, what song or game are you interested in playing? 8-Bit. 8-Bit, once again. Name that song in 8-Bit. Clearly the popular game to play. Let's cue one up, and here we go. Listen closely, Tom. Here it is. that I would actually listen to this in my car. Absolutely, I would do it, especially that one. Yeah. All right, Tom, I'm going to need to ask, what song is that? The greatest band of all time, Led Zeppelin. Immigrant song. Immigrant song, he said it, yes, absolutely correct. How important was Thor Ragnarok for a reappreciation of that song? I told you, man, when we left the movie theater, my sons were in the car and they go, Dad, that, ah, song what is that <laughs> I go, well, they were not aware no wow no. and i go that is immigrant song by led zeppelin let me play it for you and we've listened to it on the way home and i cranked it way up they loved it and you know what looney tunes was uh, to us for classical music i think some of these marvel movies especially like thor yes uh, or guardians of the galaxy as well is you know for, for our children introducing them to it's an awakening yes 
All right, what do we got for him, Case? All right, we have a case of Yards Rival IPA on the 21st of Birds Host Carolina. Be sure to have plenty of Yards Rival IPA on hand. Look for Rival's old-school Kelly Green packaging with Robex pictures on the bottle. Pick some up at Interstate Draft House in Fishtown. Man, every time we play this game, I... I just I see myself sitting with that Nintendo, that mm. uncomfortable Nintendo, you know, controller, uh, controller in yep. my hand, yep. playing for hours and hours and hours. What a horrible yet wonderful design for yeah. a controller. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Do you guys remember Nintendo Thumb? Uh, Nintendinitis. Yeah, we called it Nintendo it Thumb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because of the uncomfortable position that was, and you would just mash and mash and mash those buttons, and it wasn't good for your your hands, your carpal tunnel, and everything. Any sort of fighter, even like if you move to any, you know, where you're uh, what they call a button mash, you start mm-hmm. to get that carpal tunnel thing. It's, so you're talking about in the joints, but actually at the tip of your thumb, yeah, yeah, like, it a, would like get a really pain, sore. Yeah, yeah, nerve pain, yeah. All right, let me go to, I'm going to go to Teddy because he wants to play a different game. Hey, uh, Teddy, good morning. Hello. Hey, Teddy, you, uh, what game are you interested in playing, man? Uh, I want to try the uh, the option nobody's done before yet, the uh, the mashup. Mashup Madness. Madness. Perfect. All right, so two songs. We've taken them from uh, DJ Cummerbund, and he has mixed the songs together. If you can identify both songs, you will win a prize. So, Teddy, you ready to go? I'm ready. All right, I haven't heard this one yet, and I'm interested. So here we go. Just a small town girl living in a lonely world. She took the midnight train going anywhere. Just a city boy born and raised in South Detroit. He took the midnight train going anywhere. All right, Teddy. Two songs clearly mixed into there. Do you know them? Uh, I think Journey, uh, Don't Stop Believing. And the other one's a U2 song. And what song would that be? Uh, With You Without You? Yes! 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 Nice job, my man. Yes, With It Without You. And Don't Stop Believing. You got it. Wow. All right. Nervous there, man. What do we have for, uh... (laughs) What do we have for Teddy? Okay, we have uh, a digital download card of Ant-Man and the Wasp. It's available <laughs> digitally and on 4K, Ultra, HD, Blu-ray, DVD, and on demand now. All right. Uh, and, <laughs> I, when, th- that never gets old to me, though. <laughs> Can I try something? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but I need all parties involved, and I know Kathy hates this, and Nick's not a big fan either. Okay. But could we try to... Uh, do like a huh in a circle, like so. Stevie go like, hoo, 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 hoo. why? I just want to see what it would sound like. You want, yeah. You so want you, me to just you, start you with start it with the reverb, and, and then I'll go. She, come on. She was in hundred percent. She did it. She gave her all. She was in 100%. Please appreciate. Oh, I'm sorry. Like how hard times. she wanted to be a part of that. Her voice is so low yeah. that I didn't realize. <laughs> huh? I did it. I did it. Huh? You're stupid. You're all stupid for your stupid hoss out. 
Seriously, I don't know how we would. I don't know. Use your falsetto. No, I don't, have no, one. I don't know how. I, what, you let me finish my sentence. I don't know how listeners are staying tuned in. They took this. it out during the hysterectomy. <laughs> took out your falsetto. Yes. Why don't you do two hugs? You can do yours and then mine. All right, so will you do a, will you do a ha in her place? Oh, okay. I'll do it. Okay, I'll do it yeah, for her. Okay, when it comes back yes. around. All right, all right, here we go. <laughs> no, no, you got to no, do that. You got to do the oh. lower. You do oh, I got you. All right, all right here, here we go. go. <laughs> Perfect. All right, you happy now, Case? Well, all right, it's not exactly what oh, I wanted. I wanted to. Do you know what? Is it possible like to suspend what we had planned for the rest of the show and just work on this <laughs> for an hour and a half? Jesus. On air. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been fun. What, you mean just keep going and going and going? Listen, I wanted to see there's what it no would denying sound like that in, uh... where we all suffering from severe head traumas. It would be a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Ironically, and this is not a joke, you guys are getting honored later today for outstanding radio. <laughs> it, we are. Yeah. So congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Preston and Steve are, though, not Right, crazy. yeah. It's We're not quite. <laughs> oh, dear God. We okay. did row your the boat. The one who suggested the hug round robin, <laughs> he's not here today. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we know where to put the cap on. <laughs> Might I remind you that three of us were totally into this, and then Nick... <laughs> slowly got on board. Slowly got on board. And then Kathy did not. I don't so. want to do the hump. I'll be mad when it's up for the Emmy. <laughs> Kathy will be sitting home later on. Should have done the hump. Trust me, I will not be saying that. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? Why was that not brought in? Because it's a cheap, cheap, <laughs> it's a cheap hey, laugh. food. Uh-huh. Oh, hey, I didn't even say that. John Fulham said it. Huh? Yeah. That's what I'll be doing, not the uh-huh. yeah, that's, that's Bill doing his hop. It's just horrible. Uh-huh. Honestly, we, we feel your pain listening to this. Uh-huh. Understood. Are people still listening? Is no, they, uh, actually, uh, they, they there's just... There's people they, on hold. Oh, I, just, I, can, I, can, I can go to them. No, even they hung up. Uh, so, let me go to Kristen, because she wants to try the, the mashup game as well. Hi, Kristen. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Thank you. So, you want to try mashup madness? Yes, sir. Oh, All right. Do you have one in particular Love that you want for us all? Hang on a second here, Case. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, let's, let's go. Now, we've a few of these we've done. There's three on that one. I don't want to do that. Of the of all the contests, you talk about stuff that you would actually listen to in the car, Preston. We've had a number of these DJ Cumberbund mashups okay. that I would purchase as a single. I like them. Yes. I do like some of them. Uh, the last one that you could tell that he had to key down uh, Steve Perry's voice yes. a little bit for it to fit in there. Just a small sound, girl. Yeah. All right, Kristen, we're ready. You ready? I'm ready. All right, here comes your two songs. You'll need to give us the titles. Here we go. Well, one of them you definitely are going to get, Kristen. What are the two songs? 
Well, the one screaming, I couldn't really hear much, oh. but I think it was uh, I think it was ACDC uh, back in black and uh, one thousand uh, miles. Yes! yes! What are you doing? You killed it! <laughs> Hang on, Kristen. What Is it wrong have? to dig that thousand miles song? No, I like no, that song. I, I, I do. It. Yeah. I actually, I, I will, uh, on my electronic drum kit, I have the song on my uh, phone and I patch it through and I'll play along to it. It's a cool drum part. Who sings that, that? Dun, 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 dun. Who Who sings that song? Vanessa Carlton. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Case, what do we have for Kristen? Well, winner? I'm excited to meet you tomorrow night, Kristen, because you're going to join us uh, tomorrow night between 6 and 8 p.m. at our Cream of the Scream stop at Bates Motel in Glen Mills. It's rated the number one haunted, haunted attraction in America, featuring the most heart-pounding haunted hayride in the country, terrorizing uh, Revenge of the Scarecrow's <laughs> Trail and the Bates Motel Haunted House. Uh, you can check out everything at thebatesmotel.com. And don't forget, would you add, uh, where is the location for the... Um... Baltimore Pike. The Duncan on Baltimore Pike in media. Okay, so the uh, characters from the Bates Motel are currently serving coffee? Yep, yep. and it's free until 10 o'clock. Nice. So you want to stop by 10 a.m., by the way. One more who's been on hold the longest. It is Jason, so we're going to go to him. Hi, Jason. Good morning. Hey. Hey, buddy. Uh, what game would you like to play, sir? 8-Bit. Uh, All right, let's do that. Name that song in 8-Bit. Uh, case, you can pick whatever one you want. I don't I'm care. ready. Okay, here comes your song, Jason. knows i never remember uh, the name of this song it. you do it's, yeah it's uh system of the down i need a title the song the song I title chop suey yes chop suey oh my god well done excellent hang on jason because we got a prize for you case you're going to join us tomorrow night at the Bates Motel. The number one haunted attraction, Haunted Hayride in Glen Mills. We'll be there from 6 to 8 tomorrow night. All the details that you need are at thebasemotel.com. All right. You know, it's funny here, Press, you talk about a mashup. When I, I will, this song will play, and I'll sing the Burt Backrack. When I go to I'm gonna put on my makeup, say a little prayer for you. <laughs> really? Is yeah, yeah. So, so for some reason, that I just mashed that up. DJ Cummerbund. We see if he could do that. Could definitely do that. We should suggest that to him. Hey, I, I one more call to take. Uh, Zach, are you on the? Are you are you on the phone line? <laughs> and Zach, <laughs> and Zach, you are making that noise because you're happy. Why? Because I won a thousand dollars because of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Birthday Bucks winner, Zach. What's your last name, Zach? Excuse me? What's your last name? Kemp, K-E-M-P. Yes. Yes. Zach Kemp, and where is Zach Kemp? Where are you from, man? I'm from Old City, my friend. Nice. You're a thousand bucks richer. Yeah. We got a thousand dollars for you. Very, very easy way to win, and uh, you're set to go. What, uh, What do you do for work, Zach? I work at a sign company, MRC Signs. Ooh, okay. You could buy a really cool sign for $1,000, I would imagine. <laughs> he gets it for free, I assume. Yeah, maybe he does. i a down payment on a pen. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Smart. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> and uh, signs have been a part of our legend. <laughs> so large skulls and Zach. Zach Kemp. And Zach got a thousand dollars. Hey He's Zach. Got a, not a big birthday book. Congratulations, bud. <laughs> Hey, thanks, guys. All right, man, hang, hang on just a second. Well, there it is. That's one-sixth of the pen, by the way. Uh, next chance to win will be at 11 a.m. Birthday Bucks Part 2. Listen up with Mr. Pierre Robert. We're going to take a quick break. Thank you for playing along with our games, dear friends. When we return, we're going to find out about the Philadelphia Film Society and their 27th Annual Philadelphia Film Festival. Yes. You're going to love that. And we're going to talk to a movie guy and fighter, a friend of ours, Frank Grillo, will be on the program, too. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. This 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Do you want the most important purchase of your life to be based on your negotiating skills? Not the case at Steven Singer Jewelers. You are guaranteed to get the perfect price every day. They make the experience of buying an engagement ring easy with no BS. Check him out at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. Hey, it's Preston. Listen, when I want to relax, you know that I go to Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spas. Whether you want a rejuvenating massage or a refreshing facial, Hand and Stone is the place to go. Introductory massage or facial start at just $59.95. Visit handandstone.com or one of their over 50 locations in the Delaware Valley. Restrictions apply. See spot for details. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We love movies, all of us here. We're uh, fanatics of uh, just getting out to the theater when we can. Cinephiles. Watching movies at home, wherever it may be. And this is the chance, if you are a movie fan, uh, to get out and about and some see some stuff in advance and see a whole lot of things as well. So we are ready to welcome our next guest on to the show this morning. He is the CEO and... Executive Director of the, well, he's for the Philadelphia Film Society, but the Philadelphia Film Society's 27th Annual Film Festival, which starts tomorrow. Please welcome Mr. Andrew Greenblatt. Yeah, hey. Thanks for having me. To the program. Good to see you again, Andrew. How you doing? I'm doing great. Great to be here. It's movie time. It is. Over 125 uh, films and short films being shown. That's right, from 37 countries. Wow, man. This is, uh, this is cool. How... How big is this going to, I mean, is this, will, the, will this be our version of Tribeca and, you know, all these Sundance. festivals, Sundance and all that? We'll see where we go. I yeah. mean, we're, we're focused on bringing the best to Philly. Um, okay. And, and that is, uh, that's what we plan on doing. Well, it, it is formidable. And when you stack it up against other uh, film festivals, it's it's right up there. And it's it, it I think it's um, been exponentially gaining the prestige that you wanted to have, you know? We hope so. Yes, so thank yeah, you. yeah. You're working on it. That's very cool. But it's it's well it's well curated. I mean, every year the sample and selection provides the best of what a good film festival does. Stuff that speaks to what you like, but also stuff that might interest you from other genres that represents some unique, um, you know, things that may not normally be on your movie viewing list. That's right. It's it's a mixture of some of the most anticipated films yeah. of the year, the ones that will be in the award conversation, and some of the more obscure stuff from around the world that we really want to introduce to audiences. And the nose doesn't go up on, on you know, full pop culture stuff. There's everything. Oh, it's not. embraced. It's all good. Yeah. Absolutely. So so what what are what are the most anticipated films uh that one could see at the festival this year? I mean there's some really great one and great ones and there's a lot of great guests coming. Yeah. Um I, I'm a big fan of The Front Runner, which is Jason Reitman's new movie. He'll be here with us doing a Q&A after. It's That's about uh, when Gary uh, Hart, Hart yeah. Yeah, ran, for Senate, uh, ran for president 
uh, for like eight weeks. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah. Hugh Jackman playing Gary Hart, correct? And he's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And it's the the scandal that broke out. It was it was before when before it was at the beginning of you know um, gotcha stuff. And, it was the very yeah, beginning. Yeah, of yeah. Tabloid news. Tabloid it's news. Yeah. Where we started to where we are today. That was the moment. That was, was the flashpoint. Yeah. Which is why the movie's so relevant, so important, and so impressive. I think we're having uh, him in right case. Uh, Jason Reitman. Jason Reitman? Uh, I'm trying to think of when that's going to be. Yeah, in yeah. like two or three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for this movie. What else can we uh, look forward to? We've got this uh, great film called Wildlife that came out of Sundance. It's Paul Dano's first film as yeah. a director. And yeah. he wrote it with his, I think, wife, Zoe Kazan. They'll both be here and we'll be giving Paul an award. Uh, it's, uh, it, I mean, it's, it's set... I think in the 50s, 60s, it's a really interesting, tougher film to watch, which is kind of nice. It's I think people will enjoy the experience of it. Uh, speaking of uh, films that are tough to watch, I know you guys are going to be showing Ben is Back. Uh, Julia Roberts, uh, Casey and I were watching the trailer of that the other day. Wow, that looks like a heavy movie. It is a heavy, heavy movie. Yeah. Um, it's I mean, but it speaks to something that is really culturally relevant right now it's the opioid epidemic and how it affects not just the user but the entire family and it changes their lives um it's uh, it's set against the backdrop of a christmas holiday get together home for christmas yeah wow it's tough but uh Peter Hedges, the director, will be with us. It should be a really interesting conversation after. Yeah, did you see the trailer for that? It's it's incredible. There's yeah. a scene where Julia Roberts is is with her her son, and she's takes him to a cemetery and goes, "Just show me where you want me to bury you." Yeah, yeah. Wow, man, yeah. pretty powerful. Oh yeah. Uh, all right. So, how about on the lighter side? Anything other than these heavy? Uh, Any big genre movies? stuff? Of course. Well, the lighter side. I mean, we've got uh, we've got the world premiere of a doc on Teddy Pendergrass, and that's going to be our closing night. Now, that's supposed to be phenomenal. It is phenomenal. And is he going to perform? <laughs> I mean, I mean, not him, but the, 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 the band. band. Yeah. Yes, we are. We're bringing the uh, Teddy yeah. Bear Orchestra back together, performing at the Philadelphia Film Center yeah. after the film. We'll have guest vocalists. How uh, in depth to the car accident do they go? With- they go there. They go there. Oh, they go there. They speculate on the causes of it. Really? You guys, you guys wow. know the story, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, okay. I do. Right. He was, what, being pleasured by somebody when it happened? And, and where did it happen, Andrew? It happened on Kelly Drive or Lincoln Drive. Yeah. One of the two, yeah. And oh. and the passenger was totally fine. Teddy could never walk again. But what his what his life became, you know, I mean. You had, inspiring. Yeah, you had the, the, the reckless sort of uh, very hedonistic lifestyle and then a 180. You, yes, you did. Yeah, it's pretty wild. So that's very cool. It's going to be a really special night. Um, Not necessarily lighter, but we have a couple really um, cool other films that that I would love to talk about. We've got one called Bodied, which is about hip-hop rap battles, but it... uh, it's really uh, kind of a treatise on race relations and what you can say where and is it really appropriate. Oh, really? Yeah. And, oh, uh, that's cool. And the director, Joseph, and one of the stars, Jackie, will be here with us for that one. Uh, and then breaking news for you guys. Uh, we've got a film called The Party's Just Beginning, which is Karen Gillan's directorial debut. She really? wrote Directed Stars. She's going to come in for it. We're going to give her an award. We haven't told anyone this. I love her. We're announcing it later today, so you guys have it first. That's very cool. Oh, that's fantastic. So she's coming in for this. She is. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, And there's a movie filming right now in the city, right? Uh, 17 Bridges. Yes. And and how how far along is is that production? I think they're about two weeks in is what I've heard. I don't know. It caused traffic problems for me last night. Who's (laughs) in the cast? Uh, it's Chadwick Boseman, Preston, and, Black uh, Panther, mm-hmm. yeah, J.K. Simmons, uh, Sienna Miller, 
Um, Stephen James, who has his film uh, "If Beale Street Could Talk" in the festival as well. Very cool. So, so when you when you when you're encountering, you talk to these people, and uh, you know they they come into town. You've had some luminaries. We have. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, what's their reaction when they've worked in Philadelphia? Do you get a lot a lot of positive feedback? Because part of the whole deal is to also make this a destination for film production. I think everybody loves Philly. Yeah. Philly is 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 a great town. Most people don't know it until they come here. Not that we're not a great town. Most people just don't know the city. They haven't spent time here until they're here for a shoot. Sure. And they fall in love, and then they like to come back and do other films here. Uh, I had a question about a movie that uh, Kevin Hart is in. It's called The Upside. It is. And that was shot here? It was. They shot it... Um, a little over a year, almost two years ago, actually. It's great. It's is this a comedy. Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Brian he's, 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 uh, it's based on a true story. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's based. It's an adaptation of the French film uh, called The Untouchables. Right. So this was going to be Untouchable. Now okay. it's The Upside. And he's he's I a quadriplegic. To make sure that, right? that was it because I was on the set <clears throat> for a shot of that. Nicole Kidman is in it as well. That's uh, right. And they recorded out at uh, is it Sun Studios? Sun Center. Yeah. Yeah. Sun Center. Did, where it. they recreated that apartment. You saw. Yeah. Oh my Amazing, God. Was that it? incredible? It's we have a. Full size production, uh, film production, soundstage setup over there, and I was blown away by that. What they built was incredible. It was, yeah. yeah. And you said, Preston, as uh, Nicole Kidman was there on set, and she was, you know, you, you saw a precise, uh, seasoned actress oh, doing yeah. doing what she does. Well, she was doing scenes, and there was a lot of uh, Kevin Hart, who is <coughs> turned out to be a great actor as well, but he was just kind of. Uh, Improving and changing his lines going along, and she was just staying straight with it and just, you know, yeah. delivering the lines every single time. And uh, it was really neat to see. It is. And we've got two films of hers in the festival between The Upside and Boy Erased. Uh, and with Boy Erased, we have the director and one of the stars, Joel Edgerton, coming in as well. So it's, oh. a, it's a big year. That is and very cool. That's on a Sunday, though, so there's no chance of getting Joel in the, uh, in the studio. Uh, that's probably true, but I don't know what time he leaves. There you go. I it's, mean, you could certainly make, Sunday. um, give him false itinerary information. <laughs> sabotage. <laughs> uh, no, that's very, that's, that's right. well, that's a pretty stellar list there. So, it's Andrew, uh, where all are the films being shown while this is going on in the city? Sure. So the uh, the biggest, uh, the centerpieces are all at the newly renamed Philadelphia Film Center, which used to be the Prince Theater, uh, but now we'll show film all the time. Um, and then other films are at the Ritz East and the Ritz Five. Okay. And are there packages you can buy, special passes to get in all of these? Absolutely. You can buy all-access badges, and that gets you into anything and everything, even the stuff that's sold out, because there are films that are already sold out. Uh, without a badge, you can still buy single tickets. Uh, and we would always say if something's sold out, we do rush lines. We have a specific amount of badge holdback. If that many people don't come, we get everybody in we can. And for what about the, the Pentagrass band performing? That will be at the Philadelphia Film Center closing night, Friday the 26th. Hey, that's Any, cool. Anything planned since this happens right around Halloween? Are there any horror uh, films or anything of that genre? There are. We have a section called The Graveyard Shift, and there's some really interesting stuff there. We've got a film called Cam, which I really like. The director, Daniel, will be with us. We've got a new film from Bad Robot called Overlord. Which, which uh, is basically, this is like uh, like uh, the, the video game Wolfenstein, that's Preston. Right. Or it's Two a, words, Nazi zombies. Z- yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Got I love it, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
Excellent. Uh, all right, so what's the best way to uh, go about getting the uh, the badges, the passes, and going to these events? Sure, two ways. Uh, you can go to our website, www.filmadelphia.org, F-I-L-M-A-D-E-L-P-H-I-A.org, or you can go to the Philadelphia Film Center, which is 1412 Chestnut Street. Other than uh, viewing the films, are there is there anything outside of this uh, for, uh, you know, uh, people who are want to get into the business or film budding filmmakers or actors or anything like that? I would spend time at the Festival Lounge. We do a lounge every year. It's at 110 Chestnut Street this year. Uh, people go there between films. Uh, we have events there. Sometimes actors, filmmakers, etc. pop in. And I would mm. also... Look on the website, note the films that have directors, actors, etc. coming because they're always there for a Q&A. Sometimes mm-hmm. they hang out to chat afterwards. And then if you go to one of the parties, opening night, closing night, the Young Friends Party on Tuesday, you never know who's going to show up at those. And you finesse it. You don't You don't pile drive them, right? <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, yeah, you know, you play it right, but play it, it right. exposure yeah. means everything, you know? Well, That's, That's cool. Exactly. Anything else you want to hit that we haven't touched on yet uh, before we wrap it up? No, that's that's great. It's All gonna right. be a, it's gonna be a great eleven days. What you're saying is we did a phenomenal job. You we, always we do a phenomenal totally job. Totally appreciate yeah. that. So we have the information uh, you can get through uh, through PressNC.com. We'll have links uh, if you want to get those tickets. But it starts tomorrow. It does uh, what's the the big event for tomorrow? Anything in particular you want to highlight? Uh, tomorrow night is Ben is back. It's okay. at the Philadelphia Film Center again. Peter Hedges will be with us, wow. uh, and then the opening night party right after. It's going to be a really cool evening. Excellent. All right, thanks, Andrew. Good luck with everything. Thank yeah. you so much, Good job. Andrew. Greenblatt, everybody. And the Philadelphia uh, 27th, by the way, Film Society uh, Annual Film Festival. And that's going on through the 28th. Philadelphia, I'm sorry, filmadelphia.org for the information and uh, the tickets and all that. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back in a second. Our friend uh, Frank Grillo will be on the program in just a few. Stay with us. Preston and Steve show Thursday from 6 to 8 for the cream of the scream at Bates Motel in Glen Mills. Rated the number one haunted attraction in America. Tickets at thebatesmotel.com. Thursday from 7 to 9, Casey Boy and the Bud Light Philly Philly Tour take over Barnaby's Westchester, 15 South High Street. Catch the game and win Eagles tickets and autographed jersey courtesy of Bud Light and Bud Light Philly Special T-shirts. Visit WMMR.com slash Philly Philly to see when the Bud Light Philly Philly Tour is Coming to your neighborhood. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. What's your activity today? We have the, uh, not today, tomorrow. Uh, We have the succulent, the pumpkin (gasps) succulent making class. Out my way and skip back. Out your way and skip back. Yeah, but it's outside. So uh, we're going to be a little chilly. That's tomorrow. It's in the evening. Thursday. Have some hot cocoa. I guess see what's going on. I'll have to maybe pop by and say hi. Hot cocoa or a flask. Because we're going to be at the Bates. Uh, yeah, you know what? I actually invited your wife, but she said with the event coming up, she thought she might be a little bit crazy tomorrow. Yes, that is the uh, the Mother's Wish Gala, which is on Saturday, yeah. which is, that's life for us right now, is getting ready for this yeah. thing. So. Hyper-focused, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have details that on PrestonSteve.com, as well as Kathy's fall activities, if you're interested. I just, uh, I hope tomorrow night, Kathy, that your eyebrows look okay, because I know it's going to be... Uh... My God, it's such an important day Oh today. my God, oh, wait right. a minute. When is this take? We haven't even talked about this on air yet, have we? No. Today, no. It's, it's today. It's today. Yeah. Why do I think it was tomorrow? No, no. The the big day is today. Well, <laughs> the big reveal. Do we have, do we have a few? Big reveal yeah. is do we tomorrow. have a, a minute or two to explain? We should have talked about it earlier. Um, 
Yeah, I guess we can talk about it for a minute, right? Because right, uh, we got Frank Grillo coming up we, here. Yeah, but we need to break for commercial before that. Okay, uh, that's fine. Uh, please explain. You want me? Okay, so please. Uh, a friend of mine from New York, um, she texted me a few weeks ago or a couple months ago, summertime maybe, and said, hey, have you ever heard of this guy? I'm traveling down from New York to Philadelphia to get my eyebrows done. So I was like, no. Traveling yes. from New York to Philadelphia. From or- eyebrow treatment. Yeah, from Long Island, Steve. So she decided to take the Belt Parkway just to have her eyebrows done. Okay, so it, what does this guy do that's so awesome? He's the eyebrow... What does he do that Ashley Gallo can't do? <laughs> no, exactly. He's the eyebrow king. Uh, he's in East Falls. She was asking me about parking and how difficult it would be uh, because you can't be late to your appointment. If you're late, you're like axed. You gotta pay before you go. Uh, there's no refunds. You have to pay before. Yeah. Okay. No refunds. Can I ask how much it costs? Uh, well, there's there's different treatments of, of what you can have done. I'm having the shaping, and uh, he's using some sort of vegetable dye uh, to dye my eyebrows. And it's like 50 bucks, right? Uh, it's 65 bucks. 65 bucks. Yeah. Your eyebrows. So it's pretty expensive. I, I mean, I'll be there exactly at 2 p.m. If you are not there, I will retain your money and then leave. Do you understand? <laughs> Listen, and then I got the, I got the email. <laughs> Steve, that's like a faster version of Alan Rickman as, <laughs> oh, yeah. as, as Snape. So. <laughs> Welcome. To your eyebrows session, <laughs> Mr. Potter. I think that's kind of what it's like. <laughs> this guy and, has 125,000 followers on Instagram. Oh, my yeah. God. Wait, and so he... I deal exclusively in eyebrows. <laughs> But listen, he's no joke. Like when he sends the confirmation email, like it says, don't bring anybody with you. This is a, you know. Why a, not? A, I, I don't know, but. I request you come solo, not with anyone else. If I detect there is someone waiting for you, I shall eject you immediately. Listen, I'm a little nervous. I'm nervous to go. Remove your top. <laughs> well, not for that reason. Uh, why are you nervous? It's just, it's so, that's why I said to you guys, like, I need to leave I a little bit early. I want your eyebrows to line up perfectly with your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> what time no, is like, your appointment? It's, it, it's at 12.15. It was the only appointment I could get. It was the only appointment available. You had to book it online. Wow. Nobody answers the phone when you call there. Uh, you get strict instruct- instructions through email. And But listen, my friend who drove down from New York was like, he's amazing. I'm coming back down. What if you show up and he's like Gary Lauer? <laughs> <laughs> hey, sweet tea, we're going to do up your eyebrows. Oh, my God, I'm going to run out. Um, okay, may I ask? Because you have fairly thin eyebrows. That's why I'm going. To do what? To fill them in. To, fill them in with what? With, with dye. He's he's dying. So, there. so it's like Ashley. Process. Ashley does the microblading. I think I it's don't called. No, she's yes. got a and listen, I don't specifically for. It's a look. Eyebrows. It's a particular look. And I don't want to do that because that is. It's a little fuller than you no, like. No, no, it's permanent. It's or like semi-permanent. Okay. So I'm doing this to test it out to see if I like it. If I don't, it's going to fade away. It's going to go. Okay. Away. If I come in with giant eyebrows tomorrow and she's I look, look ridiculous, wait a second, wait, wait, wait. She's, No, she's going to look like the uh, the chick from Dodgeball. All right, uh, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please to make sex all over my face. That's her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So I listen. I, I think these, please to make sex all over my face. I think this this new trend in eyebrows is um 
I don't know. It's it's a little weird. I think well, so it, I think it looks. I think it can look really good. I yeah, think it can look I, sexy. I think that that yes, eyebrows can make a woman. I have sexy. no eyebrows, so I'm envious of anyone that does. Can be sexy. And listen, cool. I screwed my eyebrows up when I was uh, in college because I used to do them myself. I actually just had this conversation with two of my college girlfriends. We all did the same thing. You know, you didn't have money, you didn't go get them done, and we basically over the phone. You did not indicate your eyebrows were such. A disaster. <laughs> well, no, but back then the thin eyebrow was in style, so we waxed it away to almost nothing, mm-hmm. and you know it, we had a hard time growing them back. All three of us. So Pamela Anderson basically had her eyebrows <laughs> removed and has the tattoos. Yeah, the tattoos. The tattoos. Yeah. Listen, and I know, I understand how ridiculous this is. No, but I just know. But listen, you want to try it? I wanted to try it. That's all. And it's not. It's it's sixty bucks. It's not like it's six hundred bucks. Right. And to me, it's not like you bought a six thousand dollar pen for crying out loud. Right. And to me, this is the. I I didn't want to do anything permanent. I'm going to see if I like it. World War Two. Don't you deserve lush eyebrows? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this this obsession, by the way, with eyebrows is now it's it, it, it is it is going younger. So my daughter's in seventh grade. These sixth, seventh, and eighth grade girls are now want the big. They, they want this whole thing as well. And, shaped, and we yes. shaped and all that. Yeah. And we were having a discussion about it. And some people were against it and for it. And and you know, for anybody that's against it, for for a seventh grade girl to worry about her eyebrows, uh, what about the? You know, it's it's no different really than hair. No, I was going to say braces. Oh, I'm sorry. Right? No, okay. but but very hairy very braces. Similar. No, because I'm trying to think of something that that a parent has to sign off on, right? Yeah. And you see these little kids with braces all the time. It is a cosmetic feature that you know, and kids get picked on. You know, like we had this girl in they high school. They get picked on for not having. No, just for for any little thing. Okay. So, so we had sure. this girl in high school. Uh, her name was Bert. Or at least that's what we called Bert. her because okay. of her oh, eyebrows. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, and if. You know, that was a thing back then, back in the early 90s. Now, maybe she would have taken care of that and we wouldn't have called her. Well, maybe now she'd be hot because big eyebrows are in right now. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. You know, these things, the the trends come and go. One I can't get behind right now, and I've seen several pictures posted of this. I had to double check and go, is that a thing? And I guess it is a thing. Uh, Mom jeans. Oh, Oh, yeah. Our intern was wearing them yesterday. For a a little while now. I know she was. Allison? They look terrible. <laughs> no, it's a, no, it's they a brand new intern. They don't look. They're just more. Listen, they're comfortable jeans. Let the girls be comfortable. The the super tight, you know, jeans are. Yeah, but are, when they're but when they're not in, then it's like, oh god, well, I would well, never wear those. They were sort right. of the yeah, rage, of like in the eighties. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, that was the big that was the big thing. Mm-hmm. The big baggy, yeah. um, you know, you know Madonna well, borderline yeah, jeans. No, no, they come up high. They yeah, come yeah, up, yeah. They come up really high. They have like an extra layer of material that comes around mm-hmm. the top. Material so, girl. There you go. So, but I, uh, I, well, I'm we, so we want to see. We'll take a picture of prior, and we'll I want to see uh, once they're filled in. Yeah, we'll do a before and after, and, and see how it goes. Steve, you should get it done. You have, you have. Uh, do you want to go with me? I can't. Oh, you can't. Now I kind of like my Android look. Yeah. No, I know, but yeah. I mean, just to see, just to see it's what what permanent. it would look like. Okay, so let's do it. At some point, I might, I might do that. Uh, now, uh, I Ashley. So you say the stuff that Ashley Gallo does is a little bit more permanent. Yeah. So they make it look like hair follicles that okay. have basically grown in your eyebrow, whereas right. this is just. Well, um, maybe I need to just get it tested. I wonder if she could do a non semi permanent version of that to see Probably. what Steve would like. Look like. Big. I, I want big. Who has really like lush, Rovine? like, like is, Rovine, make Rovine look Who like is the nothing. guy in Shawshank Redemption, the old guy, Albert? Oh, uh, no, James, James Whitmore. James, James Whitmore. Whitmore. Yeah, yeah like those. Brooks I like, uh, some, 
I'm going to give you James Whitmore eyebrows. They're huge. They're absolutely Are huge. you a fan okay. of Shawshank Redemption? I'm being given the wrap-up. All right, all right. Casey, we can't I, even I'm get to the sorry. Bizarre File? Oh, no. no. We, we can. That's okay. the thing. All right, right. Let's do the Bizarre File. All right. Uh, Kathy's Good luck. Before Good luck. and after. Good luck. With the eyebrows. Now, <laughs> WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Robbins Diamonds and Tax-Free Delaware with thousands of rings and self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax versus the 8% tax in Philly. Robbins, Delaware, uh, Diamonds, and Air India pilot flew a Boeing 737 through a brick wall Friday. And incredibly, that marked just the beginning of its journey and not the end. I assume this was not uh, on purpose. The jet not only clobbered the top of a five-foot perimeter wall, but also destroyed a small landing guide tower as it climbed out of the airport shortly after midnight. With 130 passengers on board, it was bound from the southern tip of India to Dubai across the ocean. And despite the audible and obvious collision, the pilot apparently saw no reason not to continue on. Uh, Apparently, the airport director said, we informed the pilot about the hit. The pilot said nothing was wrong with the plane and the systems were functioning normally. But we found some parts of the plane. Oh, my God. Like an antenna on the ground. Flight 611 continued to climb above the cloud line across the subcontinent and headed out over the Indian Ocean. The pilot apparently unaware that the plane had a gash along its belly and mesh fencing wrapped around the landing gear that it took with it. It flew for about two hours before someone in ground control second-guessed the pilot's confidence. Eight years earlier, by the way, but apparently it, it landed with nobody being hurt. That's astonishing, especially when you collide with a brick wall. Eight years earlier, uh, another Boeing 737 flown by Air India had been returning from Dubai when it crashed. In, I meant to do that. And Mangalore exploded and killed 158 people. I remember that. Yeah, the government has lately been trying to sell the debt-laden airline. Yeah. Why? They got it. Police in Virginia say they arrested an intoxicated 21-year-old who was running around a theme park in the parking lot naked trying to enter vehicles. Bystanders at Bush Gardens corralled the man until an officer arrived Friday night. Sort of perfect, actually. Yeah, Bush. The man fought the (laughs) officer and bystanders and attempted to run away. The officer used a stun gun on the man who was taken to a hospital because he was intoxicated by alcohol and illegal narcotics. I love Bush Gardens, by the way. Uh, the man who wasn't immediately identified has five arrest warrants pending, including a charge of uh, felony assault on a law enforcement officer. You should go there at night during Christmas season. It's really? delightful. Yes. Delightful. It's the cleanest park I've ever been in. Yeah. Uh, the man is also a member of the Navy and is stationed in Norfolk. Mm, he's a Navy guy. As a general rule, it's not okay to do anything with your feet beyond trying uh, tying your shoes in a public place. An unnamed passenger was caught giving herself a full pedicure on a Delta (laughs) Airlines flight from New York's JFK Airport to Boston. I don't get it. And what is that? Like a 15-minute flight anyway? (laughs) You couldn't wait? I mean, like everything was out, the chemicals and everything? And And a video posted to the Instagram page of passenger shaming shows her using a foot file to grate the dead skin skin off her feet. Oh, my God. As other other passengers looked on. I would vomit. A quick-thinking Floridian was saved by spelling help with downed trees from Hurricane Michael. Ernest Gee and his wife were trapped on their property in Youngstown when Gee made a giant plea for help. 
I make sign out of trees. Uh, three days after the storm hit, his niece, Amber, was pouring over satellite map images from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration to check on her relatives' homes. And she actually spotted the SOS. That is amazing. On the footage, she alerted well, the Dade County Sheriff's Department, who cut through down trees and made it to the home to rescue Ernest Gee, his wife, and a friend that was staying with him. Isn't that wild? It says hemp. No, it says help. Oh. No. <laughs> Please send weed. <laughs> I can't hurt him. A woman died after getting trapped in her car that was smashed by a tree in an Orange County neighborhood on Monday. Firefighters uh, came to a report that a person was stuck in a car just before 9.30 a.m. The woman died a short time later. Uh, it was powerful Santa Ana winds that swept through the Southern California city on Monday and were expected to continue on, according to the National Weather Service. So the tree collapsed down onto the car and trapped. She didn't die from the original collision of the tree. She just well, died because she was trapped in the car. I'm not sure about okay. that. I don't know. I, I have a feeling she probably experienced some sort of trauma yeah. when, the, uh, when the tree hit. Uh, a large pine tree also toppled in Irvine on Monday morning, landing on a woman's car. She was driving to her job, and she emerged unhurt and was soon standing on the sidewalk watching a city crew cut the branches and feed them into a wood chipper. She said she saw the falling tree from the corner of her eye, but it was too late wow. to avoid it. Those Santa Ana winds, especially when they're in uh, fires, mm-hmm. they're just, just a nightmare. All right, and then we'll do one more story and wrap it up. Some like their pizza cold, but there's at least one British family that does not. Faye James says that she and her family are upset when their Domino's meal was delivered to them cold on October 5th, over an hour after they placed the order, and despite the fact that they live eight minutes away from their local Domino's. To express their disgust, the fact that they live... I'm sorry, so to to express their disgust, the family went to Domino's, demanded a replacement (laughs) meal or a refund on their offer. The manager refused to speak to them, so they hung out in the restaurant until 11 p.m. when the manager threatened to... Uh, uh, press the panic button to summon authorities if they didn't leave. They still didn't go. And when police police arrived, they told the manager to refund the, the family's uh, money following a heated argument. A spokesperson, so they held a, they had like a sit-in at the wow. restaurant. Uh, spokesperson for the Domino's released a statement saying that they are sorry about the incident. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. They've, I didn't even know they had a panic button. They've given the family a refund and some coupons for free food and added, we have also reminded our team members of the high standard of service required <laughs> at all times. You're not getting it. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. Really Go ahead, sit down. I don't care. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. Time to get a winner for the secret text word. And Kathy, use your eyebrow power <laughs> and give me a number caller as we take a break here. Ooh, caller number 18. All right, 18-215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you can get those tickets to see uh, Conan O'Brien and friends at the Music Box of the Borgata coming up on the 3rd of November. We'll be back. Frank Grillo on the show when we return. Stay with us. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Uh, we got two Franks. First Frank we're going to go to is trying to call in to win for a secret text word. So let me go to that Frank. Hi, Frank. You're on the air. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. You guys. <laughs> Dude. I love that. Frank, what's our secret text word, man? Ginger. Ginger is absolutely correct, sir. There you go. That's how easy it is. Hang on the line. We're going to get your information. We're going to give you some tickets to see Team Coco presents uh, Conan and Friends. Of course, that's Conan O'Brien at the Music Box at the Borgata on Saturday, November 3rd. Uh, Tickets on sale now at theborgata.com. And we're also going to set up uh, Alyssa Church 
who is from uh, Woodstown, New Jersey, because she was the random texter that we grabbed, and we will give her the exact same thing. Like I said, tickets on sale now at theborgata.com, and that show will be uh, November 3rd at the Music Box at uh, the Borgata, which is cool. So uh, congratulations to you. Uh, we're going to get our next guest on the line. He is a good friend, and he's a good man for coming on this morning, this last-minute interview that uh, Casey scheduled yesterday. Yeah. Um, but uh, Fight World is now streaming on Netflix. It's really good. Uh, and he's been all over the world. Yeah. Uh, trying different uh, styles and cultures and meeting those people and finding out who they are and what they do and why they do what they do. And uh, he's a wonderful actor. We love him. Please welcome to the show this morning, Frank Grillo. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> good buddy how are you man i'm good man what did somebody drop out so you needed to <laughs> no we made special room for you this late in the day because we appreciate the time shift so i know it sucks getting up but you you get up fairly early right oh no yeah i've, I've been in the gym since six o'clock so there I'm you go scared. if only it, if only it showed frank that you hit the gym a lot I mean, <laughs> you're, you're in impossibly good shape we hate your guts but we also love you so uh, hey, the, the show is awesome, by the way, and I know it's it's a passion project uh, of yours. I was a fan of your show, uh, Kingdom, and that you know that that obviously dealt with the fighting world as well. But this is the this is around the world examining fighters um, and and the the culture and and the the um, yeah. the legend. It's it, it's it's much deeper than than people might suspect. It's really yeah. sort of inspiring. It, it, oh, and I, I appreciate that. I really do, and it and it, it kind of. Um... You know, the genesis is is Anthony Bourdain, uh, rest his soul. I uh, I was a, a huge, continue to be a huge, you know, Bourdain fan. And, and uh, the more I traveled and the more I was training in different gyms and kind of created these friendships and these brotherhoods, if you would, um, I, I, I just got inspired to kind of this idea. Instead of food culture, let's, let's explore fight culture around the world. And, you know, it turned into something much more than a passion project for me. It, just, it, it changed my DNA, it did. You can you can tell that you are um, you know that that you you are in these different areas and you are connecting with these people. It, it's almost there's a common language uh, with people who engage in this, and and wherever you go, you seem to tap into it instantly. It's 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 weird, and and it is that's the through line of what I found just training and and, and being in fight gyms. My basically my most of my life, and how how beautiful all these people are and how aside from the actual fighting in the ring, everything else is a community that is based in trust and, and, and there's no prejudice. You know, I, I was in gyms in Israel with Palestinians and Christians and Jews and nobody cared about all the stuff that the United Nations can't seem to figure out. Mm, yeah. These guys, all it's the okay. stuff Sorry, got worried it. about, uh, you know, they, they, it goes away. It goes away. It transcends all of it. Well, and fighters aren't brutal. They're not. They're they're poets. They really are. Well, there's you know there's competition obviously, and there's there's technique and learning these things and 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 trying to uh, perfect that t- technique. But I think step number one, and what I see from you, Frank, is uh, respect for each other when you're stepping in to yeah. learn or to compete. Either one, you know. Yep, that's exactly it. It's it's respect. It's respect because you each know what it takes mentally, physically, spiritually, philosophically to do that, to get into a ring or a cage or on a mat. And then when you're done, you pick each other up and you walk off together. You know, that's why the thing with Khabib and McGregor was so unfortunate. Yeah, oh, absolutely. 
Yeah, it's atypical. It's atypical of what happens after a fight. Well, somebody says that one of the fighters that you speak with, he you know, says the object is not to beat someone else, but to beat yourself, to, to challenge yourself. Right. And that there, there's right. a shared experience. It is it is eye opening, and the Anthony Bourdain thing is an interesting connection because he himself is a martial artist, and and right. and, and really, yep, yep. And I had a fantasy that uh, because he's a jujitsu guy, and I've you know been involved in jujitsu a long time, and and uh, I had the fantasy that maybe I'd get him to come with me. Uh. Like we would go and do something together, and unfortunately, uh, he passed away. But, but uh, yeah, but he is the genesis of, of the whole thing. So the, there's the, the selections are interesting. Mexico City, Thailand, Myanmar, Senegal, Israel, yeah. for, for, for Krav Maga, you're getting a sampling of, of all these different things, and each brings sort of a... Um, you know, for for some, uh, for, for example, the uh, uh, Senegalese uh, wrestlers, there's such a yep. there's such a, a sense of of pride and and and, um, and accomplishment. It's 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 you know, they're, they're, it's it's a fascinating thing. Were were you um, who am, so as you're sampling all these different fighting styles, and you yourself, you're a sponge. You, you clearly see you you know picking up things and so on and so forth. What caught you from out of left field that you were just you were going into? Okay, we're gonna. Check this out, but then when you win the experience, you had no idea it was as impactful as as it was going to be. I, you know, I got to tell you, I think the Krav Maga, uh, because I'm so used to like, uh, you know, in Beverly Hills Krav Maga, it's, you know, housewives go and try to learn to defend themselves, <laughs> right. and it's and it's it's listen, it's cool, it's interesting, and it's, everybody should learn, you know, self defense. But when I went there and I was with these special forces guys, who. Krav Maga is a real thing yeah. that, you know, they, they get, they're in tunnels in the Gaza Strip fighting hand-to-hand. And when I learned how deadly and how fast and how brutal it, it is, uh, it, was, it was frightening. Absolutely. I, I'm never really afraid. I was afraid. Really? It was. Yeah, it was. It's scary. It was you know, funny because point. the first time yeah. you were in here, you, you, you sort of pressed and, uh, you know, to Krav Maga and you, you sort of. Well, jokingly. Yeah, jokingly. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, because I, I I trained for six years. I earned a black belt in it. But but Frankie go, oh, that's kind of that uh, that's that workout thing. Uh, yeah. that's, uh, right. And I was like, no, not really. He's like, whoa, man, easy. Yeah. It, was, it was really funny actually. But um, yeah, I've had my uh, my trainer and, and owner of a gym out here, Ernie, has traveled to Israel many times and trained with the military there. And yes, it is a it's a way of life for those guys. Oh, it's amazing, and they're amazing. You know, they're, they're surrounded by twenty five or so hostile nations. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, you don't understand until you're there what it is to be Israeli. I mean, yeah. it, you know, and I asked, I think it's, it's in the show, I asked the mayor of Jerusalem to define Israeli people in one word, and he said fight. It's wow. it, so, it, it's, so it's so cool. I, I have to ask you, because a lot of times the, the fight cultures are born out of perhaps there's a connection to religion or there's a connection to necessity, as with the Krav Maga. And, and you know. Right. Do, do you did you did you see a clear line of delineation? What what makes them different? What makes them similar? Um, as far as all of the styles that I that I right hear, right right, I, you know they're all similar in the sense that uh, they all are born out of necessity. They're all they're all you know they, these guys all started to fight for a specific reason, mostly to get themselves out of an impoverished situation. Yeah. Um, and and I think the Israelis are different in the sense that you know it's it's they're they're protecting their lives. Yeah. So, but all the other ones, and I was in Brazil too. Unfortunately, Brazil didn't get on the air yet. But all of the other ones, it's it's all of these places, the favelas. You know, in Senegal, you saw how how impoverished it was. In Thailand, obviously, Myanmar really struggling financially. All these people, all these kids, all these women 
they're fighting to get make money for their families to get themselves out of that situation. So it it is a clear through line. It means yeah. everything. Yeah, and in fact, uh, I was watching it last night. I watched the first episode, which you're, you're it's set in uh, in Mexico City. Me- and it's yeah. about and it's about boxing, and I mean, in in, in that sport, it's it's fists only, right? Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. rather than you know being able to you know take anybody to the ground or use your, your feet or whatever. Uh, I actually I, I really enjoyed the episode, but I enjoyed watching you in that episode because you were you were like a little kid uh, in in a, in a <laughs> yeah. candy store. I, it, you really looked like you were enjoying yourself down there. Yeah, I was. You know, I didn't I, I didn't realize how how affected I was going to be. And I going to the Mexico, standing in that stadium with Julio Cesar Chavez, one of my, you know, God, boxing heroes. Unbelievable. Yeah, Nacho Barris. It was, it was, I was so humbled. I felt so small. And yet I, 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 I didn't let that get in the way of how excited I was. So, so it was, it was, it was an honor to be around the kid fighting in Thailand or Myanmar or Julio Cesar Chavez. It was all an honor for me because they're all doing basically the same thing. Julio Cesar Chavez at one time was that kid fighting out of the jungle. Like yeah. it was the same thing. Well, you know? It's so it's wild because I follow you on Instagram and I was watching the the path as you were going on it to all these locations as this was being filmed and you could see, you know, you there was a a, a, a metaphysical sort of thing that was taking place with you as you're experiencing all these cultures so you you got this show which again congratulations it's awesome thank you you have um boss level with uh joe yeah. carnahan uh, yeah mel gibson yeah when is when is that coming out that'll probably be a summer movie for the uh for next summer probably an august film it's a, it's a it's a really fun action movie with me mel and naomi watts how cool! Um, how cool is that to be with to be with Mel Gibson to be with Naomi to be with these people? Does that blow your yeah. freaking mind? Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, it's uh, it, because I produced the movie too, and it's yeah. a big movie. And uh, but the first day I'm on set with Mel, I mean, come on, it's Mel, you know, it's it's, it's the Road Warriors. Yeah, and, and uh, we since have become friends. And I went out to dinner with him and his wife the other night, and and, and uh, when I leave, I I still say to myself. <laughs> Son of a gun! That's no. Yeah, no how could you not? It, it, it's it's yeah. it's very cool. And Joe Carnahan is 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 great. He's he's got to be one of your one of your best friends at this point. He's my partner. He's my business partner. So yeah. we produce. We have a company called War Party. This is our, the boss level is our fourth film in two years that we'll have produced and and uh, created, and then Fight World obviously is a War Party production as well. So yeah, he's I'm with him all day. Hey, uh, Frank, did you talk to uh, Mel at all about uh, the jujitsu that was uh, used in um, Lethal Weapon? Lethal Weapon. That was the first time that that had ever been used on film before. That's Hegan Machado. He still trains with him. Really? He still trains with him. In fact, we put Hegan in in boss level. He's got a small role. But, uh, yeah, Mel still still rolls around at 63 years old. Yeah. And Michelle Yeoh is is in the boss level as well, correct? Who? Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Legend. Yeah. Le- How did I forget her? Yeah. yeah, yeah Legend. Yeah. Legend. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's it's so yeah. cool. Yeah. So I, I it, with all of your travels, not just with the, with Fight World, but uh, you know, you know, for let's just say the last twenty years of your life, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and in fact, uh, in the episode last night, you needed a, an interpreter to you know talk back and forth with these boxers and these right. trainers in Mexico, and I would imagine you needed uh, um, uh, these interpreters all over the world, but. The yeah. fight is an international language, is it not? That's right. Fight and love. Right? Yeah. That's pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, that would have been you uncomfortable can, with those you, guys. <laughs> yeah. You want me to 
a woman and not know how to speak the language, but you know what you're saying to each other. It's the same thing. It's funny. So you have a yeah. whole bunch of stuff coming out. Obviously, you know, Wheelmen, which we uh, you were on before, uh, uh, and and love that. You have a whole bunch of things in the works. You also have Point Blank, a remake you're making of that that French uh, film. We, we, yeah, that was, it was me and uh, Anthony Mackie and Marsha Gay Harden for Netflix. Yeah, we just finished that. How cool! Movie called Donnie Brook. How cool! Out, uh, how cool is it to be back uh, to be uh, back with Anthony Mackie again? Oh, it was fun, and it was, this one's a true two-hander. It's him and I. Uh, it's a real, it's a real great thriller, action thriller, and it's him and I throughout the whole film. So we get to banter a lot, and just uh, we had a lot of fun. It's so cool because when you first came in here, and you were you were sort of like with the, the purge and everything, and, and stuff was just starting to churn, and then it's it's just it's just been on a conveyor belt. But it, it, I mean, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy because your your heart's always been in it. It's just it's fantastic to see this uh, happening. Thank you, brother. And by the way, Donnie Brook is uh, premiering in the Philly Film Festival on thir- next Thursday. By yeah, the way. yeah, yeah, it is. So yeah, it'll, it'll oh, be. Wow. Yeah, it'll, oh, wow. it'll be playing here in town, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah, we were in Toronto. We just won a festival in, in Austin, Texas. It's a really dark. It's a little bit polarizing. It's really dark and unapologetic, and I play pure evil. Okay. <laughs> uh, That's so. okay. You've been doing that. Yeah, that, 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 that'll work. Let me suggest something yeah. to you. I'll float this out, and you can take with it what you will. There was a great movie years ago that I think you would be perfect for for a remake. Charles Bronson film called Hard Times. Do you remember this movie? I love. Do I remember? We're, we were trying to get the movie. Joe and I, Joe Carney and I were trying to get really trying to get the right to. Not kidding you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a guy. Yeah. Bare bare knuckle. Bare knuckle. Uh, street fighting around the you know the the early yep. uh, yeah you know during the depression. Great movie. James yep. Coburn. Yeah. Yep. Well, all the all the all the men, all the men of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I apologize because I know you're mid workout right now. Uh, and just a couple of weeks ago, there was this thing that was uh, making its way all over the internet uh, about uh, Mark Wahlberg's um, workout and, and dining schedule. And he was getting up at like two in the morning and doing this crazy workout. I don't know if you saw that or not. And and I if did, you did, did, what 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 are your thoughts on that? Um, he's a I, pussy. I know Mark. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I listen. I it, it, as far as I know, Mark goes to bed at like seven thirty, eight o'clock does. at night, yeah. and he does. And he lives this uh, very specific lifestyle. The guy is a uh, talk about a machine. I mean, he is uh, one of the smartest guys in this business. And uh, yeah, he's a, he's a know, great guy. We, we've had, we've had him is. on the show a couple of times. And he, he's he's the real deal. He's you know he's he you, you guys are of a, of a yeah. kind. Yeah, he's he's but he's uh, he's a special dude. I mean, he really. He took he took an opportunity that he got a long time ago and he ran with it and uh, he's a powerhouse. Man. Let me ask you this uh, because when I see something like that, it it makes me sick to my stomach. Uh, you know, to, to to see somebody live a life like that because it is so out of the norm for me, and it seems like he is torturing himself. And and I would imagine that the way you live your life is is very similar, very strict diet, and 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 I'm the opposite of that. And believe me, I'm not looking down my nose at all. I, I'm I actually look at it um, with admiration, with admiration, and and a, and, a, and a touch of jealousy because I don't feel like I have that in me. And I don't know if you feel the the same way. Like some people are just built that way, and some people are not. Yeah, I've always been. I've always been like super super disciplined when it comes to certain things. And then other things, um, you know, listen, don't kid yourself. Mark has had a great life where he didn't go to bed at 8 o'clock in the morning. But now he's <laughs> yeah. a grown man. Yep. He's a grown man with a big business and a bunch of kids. And so he's but, – but he's always been disciplined when he, when he, uh, when he wanted to. Uh, you know, I, I remember a long time ago. And that's how I've been. I've been – you know, I, if I need to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and come and train, it's not a problem. I do it. You know, I don't – I eat the way I eat because it's, it's just the way I eat. Yep. And, uh, you know, I live my, I live my life – 
very disciplined, again, in some aspects. And there are parts where I go, why can't I get this under control? I'm so disciplined. <laughs> to- yeah. yeah. Well, everyone's like that, you, you know, and that we, we yeah. tend to forget that, that everyone has their things. But so what's what's yeah. the word on on on, uh, on, on Fight World? Uh, I assume Netflix is happy with it. Are, are we? Um, is this, I don't know. Is- you know, I, I, I'm, I'm one of those guys who like I'm not. You know, it, it, I kind of leave it up to the to the movie gods. I, yeah. I, I think people have been responding really even more positively than I had imagined, which I'm very grateful for. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if, if I get the call from Netflix that, that we're going to go and do another season, that's great. If not, I think it stands alone as a piece that is really interesting, you know? Something, so, yeah. yeah, something to be very proud of. It, it, it really, really wonderful, and, and we're thrilled for you. Yep. I, I appreciate it. You guys have always been great. I really appreciate it. Well, we'll always support you, man. You're a good person. It's streaming now on Netflix, and it is called Fight World, and uh, Frank is the man. So, yes. dude, thanks for checking in. Go back with thanks, your sweat guys. and go always. do your thing, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, brother? Thanks, guys. All right, okay, Frank Grillo. Yeah. And like I said, that movie Donnybrook is going to be playing on the 25th here in Philadelphia, uh, and it is part of the Philadelphia Film Society Festival. Uh, so you can get be a part of that. We actually have details on presidency.com where to get your tickets and all that good stuff. Awesome. Uh, he's great. He, he is. is. He's great. just a good dude. He is a good dude. I, when we took our last vacation, I list, I listened to, uh, the last occasion that we had him in the studio and it was such a great interview and I couldn't stop. And I, I, I lived at Dottie, yeah. but I couldn't stop listening to it. It was so, yeah. uh, it was such a, a great conversation. All right. We need to do our lesson question. We're going to move this along quickly. Uh, giving away a pair of tickets. Pierre presents uh, Rival Sons Thursday, next Thursday at Ardmore Music Hall. So the question I have for you is this morning, uh, what did Sly Stallone suggest might have stopped World War II? <laughs> it could be one thing or another thing. There's two right. things that he's pushing. All right. 215-263-WMMR. What did Sly Stallone suggest might have stopped World War II? Let's do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And it's brought to you by Allstate. With an Allstate agent, you get expert advice and the best coverage for you. Plus, with new lower auto rates, they can help you save. So call your local Allstate agent today. Are you in good hands? What's going on, Steve? Well, now that Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson have split, Grande issued a statement saying she's returning the $100,000 engagement ring he presented to her. Davidson says he would have gladly let her keep the ring if he had been granted visitation rights to her vagina. <laughs> oh, my God. Slash is now officially ex-wife Perla through a divorce party over the weekend, complete with an anti-slash cake. Perla says she's thrilled to finally be that aging rock chick arguing with the trendy club doorman screaming, but I used to be married to Slash. Oh, my God. And finally, Josh Groban admitting in an interview that Kate, uh, Katy Perry is, in fact, the one that got away. Groban says that despite numerous fail-safes, she still managed to crawl out of that pit. <laughs> That's your Hollywood <laughs> All right, let's see if we have an answer for this. What a Sly Sloan suggests might have stopped World War II. And I will go to Matt. Hey, Matt, how you doing, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo, bud, what would have stopped World War II? Was it his pen? A pen. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or watch. Yeah. Either one of those works. Hang on a second, Matt. Get your information. We're going to give you a pair of tickets, and it's Pierre Presents... These guys, Rival Sons, Tuesday, yep. October 23rd at Ardmore Music Hall. It's an invitation only, 21 and over event with professional recording by our friends at Indre Recording and Production. 
Uh, details and a list of featured events where you can win tickets at WMMR.com. This is a great song. Thundering voices. Yeah. All right. Music news. Here we go. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> it, uh, I got a text. It, it, Rival Sons is Tuesday. Earlier I said Thursday. So thank Did you. you. Sorry I got that wrong. Uh, so... Music News is brought to you by Primo Hoagies. Score big when you serve Primo Hoagie trays on game day. Primo Hoagies. It's not just a hoagie. It's Primo. PrimoHoagies.com. All right. This just in. And uh, sorry I'm about 25 minutes late, but uh, great seats are being released today. And right by today, I mean right now for Metallica, MMR's 50th finale next Thursday night at the Big Joint. When they release those seats last minute or closer to the concert... They're always really good seats. Yeah, sometimes they're good seats. For yeah. production, uh, they usually put them uh, close by. Uh, tickets available at wellsfargocenterphilly.com. 50-day Marshall Metallica continues. Full list of prizes at WMMR.com. So go get them, gang. Uh, this is terrible news. Godsmack has been forced to postpone his previously announced European tour following the unexpected death of guitarist... Uh, Tony Rombola's son. Oh, my God. Yeah. Frontman Sully Erna wrote in a statement, With my deepest regrets on on behalf of our guitarist Tony and his wife Sue, I'm personally writing this message to all of our fans worldwide to inform you that Tony and his family have suffered a loss that no parent should ever have to endure. And there are no details on this, by the way. Uh, Erna said, uh, Tony and Sue's son Joe Fay passed away last week unexpectedly at the young age of 34. He was one of the kindest and most humble guys I had ever met, and most importantly, he was a fan, just like all of you. He literally lived the success of Godsmack through his dad. Uh, he was always so excited and proud just to be around all of us, and we will all miss him deeply. Uh, the singer added, as we await more information on how this happened, we humbly ask that you respect Tony and his family pri- family's privacy as they take uh, time to process this and heal. So no word on you know when a tour might resume or anything like that, but that's gotta just that's gotta kill you. It's gotta. I don't know how you even you. deal with that. Yep. How could you? I don't know. I don't know. Don't want to think about it. Uh, Ghost has shared a new music video for the song "Dance Macabre," the next single from the band's prequel album. The clip follows two party crashers who talk their way into a surreal bash that one will never remember and one will never forget. The track recounts how some people coped with the devastation of 14th century Europe's Black Plague, which wiped out millions by dancing and partying and seducing until they dropped. Uh, The song already has 15 million Spotify streams and follows up the chart-topping Rats. Rats! Yeah, so new video for those guys. Foo Fighters, Dave Grohl is going to debut his innovative 23-minute song, Play as a live performance piece with friends on December 8th at Warren Haynes Presents Christmas Jam 30. Is this the one where he plays all the instruments? Yes. The event will take place at U.S. Cellular Center in Asheville, North Carolina, and will also feature appearances from Eric Church, Government Mule, Jim James, and Joe Bonamassa, and others. I'm fairly certain, Steve, that he's got a contraption like um, Dick Van Dyke did in um, Mary Poppins. Yeah, we, th- th- that's cool. That's yep. the way to do it, man. Yep. What was his contraption in Mary Poppins? No, he played all, all those instruments at the same time. Clanking oh. the cymbals with his knees and all that stuff. One-man yeah, band yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Play was first unveiled last August in a two-part documentary of the same name that ended with Grohl performing the song on several different instruments. Grohl created the project to showcase the rewards and challenges of dedicating one's life to playing and mastering a musical instrument. 
Uh, Grohl performed the entire piece on one instrument at a time and then merged the videos of each to create a seven-piece one-man band. You're heading that way, Preston. You play the guitar now and the drums. I'm working on You're it. You're getting there. I got the recorder. I saw you do a, 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 I just heard you do a completely accurate recreation of the Eagles. Oh, seven, <laughs> seven Bridges Road? Yeah, yeah. All three chords? <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. The first part of play focused on the behind-the-scenes preparation for the performance which was unveiled in the second part, and the film was also intercut with young musicians from the Join the Band Music School in the San Fernando Valley participating their craft. What was the the thing I, I gave you earlier today, Casey, about learning to play the guitar? Oh, right here. I got it. Oh, yeah, what we, is it? We, since you brought that is up. Is it and, the quick picking, fun, strumming, home guitar course? <laughs> it's not, but in reference to uh, uh, Dave Grohl saying that, you know, uh, encouraging people to learn an instrument, there was research that shows learning to play guitar Helps people live better lives. Really? Yeah. A poll of uh, aspiring and beginning guitar players in the U.S. and the U.K. reveals that 50% of all those who polled, by the way, were women. 72 72 percent they picked up the guitar for the first time to gain a life skill or as a means of self-betterment. And uh, they said they prefer to privately play. Well, just that's in the U.K. 50% say that. 30% uh, say uh, that they would in the U.S., uh, but all of respondents say they simply want to learn a song to play by themselves or socially, and they find that it makes for a better life. Are there any health benefits to be derived from not learning any instrument and just reading Probably. surveys about them? Maybe. Okay. There might very Good. Well then be. I'm ahead of the curve. Now, I, I know a few people, uh, in addition to you, Preston, that have uh, taken up the guitar at a later stage in life. Uh, John Fulham was one of them. Uh, did our, he? For, our former GM, yeah. Really? Um, I, I don't know. How long ago did he leave here? He's now in Limp Bizkit. Uh, he is not in Limp Bizkit. Oh. Uh, that is still West Portland. <laughs> but uh, it, he, I think he probably picked it up like five years ago or something like that. Good and, for him. And now with uh, things like YouTube, mm-hmm. it's easy to learn. And then it's really easy uh, to learn. my friend Billy, uh, who just turned 50, got a guitar for his 50th birthday and wanted to pick it up. He figured it was easy because... He can, uh, he, this is his quote, I think I could be good at it because I can change the channels without looking at the remote. <laughs> that's so. really it, honestly. That was Hendrix. Yeah. That's what he said. Fair enough. One last story. I love this. In celebration of their 40th anniversary, the Stray Cats, Brian Setzer, Slim Jim Phantom, and Lee Rocker are going to reunite in Nashville to record the band's first new album in 25 years and then head out on tour in 2019. That is cool. I love those guys. Uh, now they're the senior cats. Uh, no shows have been announced yet for the next trek, nor a release date for the new studio album. Uh, their last album was in 1992 called Choo Choo Hotfish. Choo Choo Hotfish. They but re-recorded I... one of their hits, Preston. It's now Sexy and 70. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, but I am a fan of Brian Setzer. He's that great. guy is a fantastic musician. Uh, this past summer, the Rockabilly Trio joined forces for their first North American shows in 10 years with four sold-out headlining concerts. Uh, Brian Setzer said in a statement announcing the upcoming sessions 40 years ago, us three teenagers started a little band to play a musical style that had long since passed and most folks had never heard of, this Rockabilly music. 40 years later, we stand together and still get that same thrill and exhilaration from the music. That's sensational. Uh, that feeling is what makes the fireworks go off and the sparks fly. It makes the world go round. So that's cool. If they come to town, I'll be there. 
He's coming to town in December, by the way. His orchestra Christmas show. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah most Do you definitely. know when in December? I've got it written down at my desk. So uh, if I we can only get him in. I don't know off the top of my head. I really would. I think it might be on a Friday. So if we can have him come by mm. and play. You let him hear you play and then Kathy on the drums? Yeah. <laughs> you still want to teach her. Yeah. Still, I still want to have her be able to play at Camp Out for Hunger. So I See so, if that comes to pass. Is it going to be him, Brian Setzer, or is it on him, Stray Cats, right? No, it's Brian Setzer Orchestra. All right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll get you the, the details on that. That's what I have in uh, Music News for you this morning. Uh, Nick, you pulled up some uh, pictures of a beautiful young lady. Yeah, so uh, we had a Phillies Hottest Contest earlier this year, and uh, as a part of winning the Phillies Hottest Contest, you uh, get a photo shoot with our friend Allison Dunlap, and Allison just sent over last night or earlier this morning the photos of Brittany, who won Phillies Hottest Daisy Dukes in cowboy boots. Huh. And uh, I just updated her gallery and posted it on uh, PresidentSteve.com. The photos that Allison sent of Brittany are fantastic. I would As like always. To, I would like to, now this is merely subjective, but I would like to see the ratio of uh, girls named Brittany that are hot. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm going to say the majority of them lead towards the hot category. I think there's that actually name. a law that you have to change your name if you end up not being attractive. Okay. All right. No, it's, it's one of those things that we just think of as being yeah. an attractive person. Absolutely. So, all right, those photos like are Gladys. Uh, like Like uh, Gladys and Maud. <laughs> uh, wow, these are great pictures. Aren't they great? I have not had a chance to see him. She has enchanting blue eyes, by the way. Why, thank you. Uh, I'm not talking about oh. you. Um, so if you want to take a look at those, go right ahead. Brittany is now available at WMMR.com, PresidentSteve.com. All right, let's take a break. Come back in a second. Letter Day, Word of the Week, wrap-ups, all that stuff. We'll be right back. The Preston and Steve Show on 93.3 WMMR. Like the podcast? You'll also love it live. Weekdays from 6 a.m. to about 10.30 a.m. on the radio at 93.3 WMMR. Or stream the show live via MMR's mobile app. Rival Sons on 93.3 WMMR. Do your worst. Tickets to uh, those guys and the PR Presents. Them, right? Okay, you looked at me like, no, dude, that's wrong, man. Uh, <laughs> it happens. I wouldn't doubt right, it. Dude. There's a lot of similar names out right now, and it happens. <laughs> uh, you'll want to be listening to Pierre for your opportunity to win tickets. And the next ticket rate, I believe, is today. Yeah, but there is also one uh, tomorrow that is really, really important between 6 and 8 p.m., and that's going to uh-huh. be at Dilworth Park while supplies last. Uh, and that's going to be with Marissa for Oktoberfest. Live music, autumn cocktails. Uh, Kathy, would that be a fall activity, do you think? Um, so what is it again? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's tomorrow with, no, Friday. I'm sorry, Friday with Marissa. I really like one of those skull pens, but they're very expensive. Yeah. Well, there's one today. That's what I started mentioning. <laughs> um, or no. Yeah, but go to the website to find that out. Uh, about the okay. one Sounds today. Sounds great. Yeah. Listen, I hope we cleared that up. I know some people were confused, but uh, uh, there you go. You. All right. Um, That's the information you need. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Thank yous in order. Thank you to Andrew Greenblatt of the Philadelphia yeah. Film Society. And the festival, the film festival starts tomorrow. And uh, roughly 125 films screen in our area. Feature length and uh, uh, short films as well. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, so you can go to filmadelphia.org to get information on how you can buy tickets to all, a few of these events, or maybe you do all of them. There are packages that are you can uh, get on board, and you know, directors and actors, everybody, uh, they're coming in town, so there's a chance you can uh, go to Q&As and meet these people as well. Frank Grillo was on the yeah. show. 
host of Fight World now on Netflix. He's fantastic. Such a great guy. Uh, So we're happy to have him on. You can check that out, like I said, on Netflix. Uh, Pierre Robert is here. Hello, sir. hi Nice to see you today. Nice to see you crazy kids. Yep, we're feeling kind of crazy today. I uh, want to get my eyebrows done. (laughs) Are you going to get them done? I would invite you to come with me, but I can't. Um, why Why can't you? I don't know. You're not allowed to bring anyone with you. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that's what it says in the instructions. I told you before, you cannot bring anyone else. It is oh. just you and your brows. Okay, so it is written. <laughs> it's very strict, apparently, the Sounds rules are. very You can't strict. bring someone else. In Please. fact, and she pre, you have to prepay. Right. I heard Please, that. Please be advised that all ses- sessions are private sessions. Do not bring anyone with you to the s- salon who doesn't have a scheduled appointment. All parties will be asked to leave who do not have an appointment. Close your eyes <laughs> really? and do not look at me. I swear. Please be advised that tardiness will not be tolerated. If you are more than five minutes oh, late, your F appointment him. is canceled. Oh, you yeah. would do Beer's terrible. Gone. <laughs> That's the end of that. Beer's gone. That's the end of that. Yeah. All right. All right, uh, let's get our letter, sir. Yep. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter. L as in Larry. All right, we're going to be giving away a trip or two to the fan screening of Overlord on Thursday, November 7th in Burbank, California at the AMC Burbank, including round-trip airfare, two-night hotel stay, including breakfast vouchers for two, plus two tickets to a guided bus tour of infamous Hollywood crime scenes and celebrity death locations. Must be at least 21, and Overlord opens on uh, or nationwide on November 9th. Going to try to move along quickly so we can break and get back for birthday bucks for you, sir, if that's okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. What's on your show today? Well, I thought I would spend some time <laughs> telling you about. No, I'm on my program. We'll have birthday bucks. 11 and 1. We'll have more uh, Pierre Presents passes. By the way, people have been asking about Mike Shinoda and. Um, that interview uh, with him from Lincoln Park is up uh, as a podcast at WMMR.com if you'd like to hear it. Very cool. Um, we have workforce blocks of the Dropkick Murphys. We will also, as you did last week, I think, speak with Greg Harris, CEO of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yep. And uh, run over some of those uh, nominations for this year's inductees and do uh, a big block of them as well. Cool. Plus the vinyl cut. Love it. Thank you, Pierre. And i got to thank our sponsors, uh, Dunkin' Donuts, the official coffee of the Presidency Show. And the Presidency Show runs on Dunkin', also brought to you by Winter Airport Parking, the 2017 Reader's Choice Award winner from the Philadelphia Inquirer, and uh, Acme, the official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show. Uh, tomorrow on our program, we have a Not Your Average listener huh. in our studio. So it'll be up to you, dear friend, to decide whether or not they win our cash prize or not. And one of our favorites as well, Mr. Derek Pitts of the Franklin Institute. Ooh, very exciting. Will be in our studio. We'll have a few other things, too. They're, that- they're going to promote the 2001 A Space Odyssey coming to uh. the Franklin Institute on IMAX. And they're doing it because of you, Steve Morrison. Oh, wow. thank you. All right, that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. Chance win $1,000 just a couple minutes away. Stick around for it. See you, gang. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve love you. Hate you. Line. I've been sitting at this traffic light watching it go from green, yellow, red, green, yellow, red. When I get finally to the front of it, I better see a naked guy with a gun. Next message. Hey, Kathy. Stop hating the possums. You got to give them a little love. Just come away from the dark side. Come into the light. Love you. Next message. If I see one more parent texting while the kids are in the car, not to mention you're texting and driving, I'm going to take that phone, I'm going to smash it into a thousand pieces. 
the Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. 